Hello and welcome to the Paropod episode 77. 77. We're back in the pod. We've no headphones this time. It's different. Different it's very, vibes. It's a completely different vibe. We're, uh, there's a lot more of a sensory experience. It's because we have a guest this week, a guest of honor, Liam De Bruin. He's here in the flesh. Liam, welcome. This is a major honor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty surreal. It's weird seeing your faces. Um, yeah, um, Paropod fans, thank you for having me. I won't <laughs> let you down. And the numbers of this episode are going to boost up because that's what happens every time that we have a guest on. So <laughs> We're going to go from 12 to 15. Oh, it's yeah, going oh, yeah, yeah. to go from 15 to 17. I can't oh, wait. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, how you been? How you been, Liam? It's been a while. It's been good. It's been good. It's been pretty shit with lockdown, but I'm um, just watching lots of movies, listening to Paropod. Um, I feel weird. Like I feel like I should be plugging your podcast while I'm on your podcast, <laughs> which is pretty, pretty weird. That's um, a soundbite for the episode. That's going to be the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, do I have to justify why I'm here? You know, I'm just... You're a man that enjoys movies. Liam is a me. film that, journalist. That is all the qualifications that you need. <laughs> He's pro. We're amateurs here. Liam's actually professional. He gets paid to do this. Uh, we don't. This is uh first time in a long time talking into a mic, so we're shaking off the rustiness for <laughs> a bit, but feels yeah, good. It's, podcasting is a real skill that you have to learn, isn't it? It is, it is. It's, there's, uh, a, there's a lot to it. Mm. But then after about three weeks, you're like, this is actually pretty easy. You know? Yeah, it's all about into, into the flow. Get into the flow the of it. You know? Once you have your equipment and you have a flow and you have a little routine... We've we have a very solid routine we where it, ha- it hasn't changed in about seventy five episodes. Only missed one episode. <laughs> yeah, we missed one week, but that was control. That was a controlled landing. That was mm-hmm. a ditch, you know. We 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 worked that. We planned it mm-hmm. and it, it paid off. We called it. <laughs> we called it. Been a long time coming for me because I was actually meant to be on episode sixty nine, which was going yeah. to be the highlight of my career. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't come through. Uh, what episode is this? Seventy seven. Only like ten. Is that uh, ten like weeks. Two and a half yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Because we're, we're meant to have Ross on. Ross does, probably does not listen to this podcast. So. No, he's listening now. Yeah, listen no, now. Yeah, listen now. <laughs> Ross, you should have been on this. but Hello, <laughs> We would have needed more microphones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. We're pushing it with three. Like, <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, this is pushing our IT skills to the max here, mm. you know. Is, is this like three-person system weird for you? Because I kind of feel like you're playing tennis looking back and forth about people. <laughs> it is quite weird because it is, it's a triangle here. Because mm-hmm. you could sit, because Owen's on the other side of the room, you know, he's kind of far away. Flaked. He's He's really flaked <laughs> over there and he's in his own zone. But then we're over on the other side of the room. But you could have sat in the at the bed, but like, it's all too, it'd be too cramped. It's too cramped. It'd be way too cramped. But uh, I think it works. It works, you know. And those who are listening at home, like this man is recording a podcast in his own bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, Keep it cozy. Which is cozy as podcaster as Listen, it gets. We should, we should turn on the fire after, yes. after the break. Yes, absolutely. We, we, we always let on the fire on the, on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it, it it gives off vibes. <clears throat> it, like, yeah. There's something about it. Also the incense as well. The incense usually does, does be burning. Yeah. I meant to fill up my... Uh, my oil diffuser. Do you use have an oil diffuser? Yeah. Use into candles or anything? O- only I like candles, but oil diffuser. Um, in the house from Christmas, it's a game changer. It's, it's so good. Wait, is this an oil diffuser? Oh, oh, yeah, I this said is... oil because you said oil. I just yeah, see no, that but like, circle thing. Do you have one of these? Is it like shoots air? You put a yeah. little air purifier kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty sick. These are good. What's your flavor of choice? I'm on that fucking sandalwood at the moment. Nice, bro. Sandalwood's good shit. <laughs> and I had a I had a candle as well that was also sandalwood. You light the two of wow. them, man. Let me tell you, 
Your room do be smelling good. <laughs> <laughs> the coordination. I love it. Mm. I love it. Yeah, I love a candle myself, you know, but I haven't got one of those vape yokes. I'll have to get into it. Do you burn incense? No, no, no. Just straight candles? Just straight candles. But I heard that a, a flavor, what, that? what would you say? It's a scented candles. They're actually toxic. Man, I've heard the same thing about toxic. fucking, honestly, when I fucking light incense, I'm pretty sure it's toxic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think, like, this is the reason I come on Pod to talk about weird stuff, but have you talked much about the, the goop candles? The goop? Oh, the Gwyneth Paltrow stuff? Yeah, those kind of ones. Have you seen those? No. no. The vagina candles? No, have no, not seen that. No, oh, God. I, I think it was part of a Super Bowl ad this year as well, but um, she makes candles made out of... Um, How do you spell that? Goop? G-O-O-P. Um, type in goop candles. I know there's a bunch of weird flavors, but it's all about like body <laughs> flavors. <laughs> it's not sense, it's flavors. <laughs> oh. Goop. Goop. goop candles was it made out of though like yeast or something oh you know what I mean? sorry uh, man in my head when you said vagina candles i thought you meant that the the candle was a vagina no the smell the smell yeah yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. smells like my vagina Wait, it smells ah. like a vagina i don't own one but only, <laughs> and i've never made one of outro yeah, but i can yeah. only assume yeah i know goop is a pretty strange brand they have all these weird things it's all it's like one of those really like it's like uh, they sell like you know astrology stones and stuff like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know, like one of those like new age kind of things. This man's adding about ten into his basket. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just like looking at it. I'm already like, on the way, like because like I'm assuming it's Gwyneth Paltrow's. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. But like, does it actually smell like her vagina, or does it like when you light it? We it need just to ask like Chris roses. Martin. Chris Martin, get him on the blower. What's the crap? <laughs> <laughs> but like, or does it just smell like roses, and that's like the joke? I don't know. Is, Is it, it just the name? I don't like, think she'd make that kind of joke. She seems pretty serious. Well, there's um, a Netflix series as well on Goop. Um, Is it? Apparently. Like an expose or like a promotion? No, a promotion. One of those OG series. Like a... I haven't seen it. It's like the Goop Clinic or something. It sounds really gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we should have named their podcast up. <laughs> the Goop Clinic. That's a great title, yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, there was, they, got the, they gave us this voucher in work, actually. It was like 100 quid, like wellness kind of thing. And... Uh, but you can only buy from 10 uh, like pre-selected outlets or whatever. Mm. I was all like, I was like, oh, the team is like Irish, like domestic businesses and stuff like that, like small businesses in Ireland. But like it was all, it'd be like 50 euro for a keep cup and stuff like that. And like fucking like uh, active wear that's like ridiculously overpriced and they only have like 10 items. Mm. One of them was like, a, it was kind of like, it was like a knickknack spacey kind of shop, but they had a basically a vagina candle. It was just, it was candles shaped in like the female form basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they're like 25 quid so you buy four of them and they're like they're like the size of your fist <laughs> but like it's just you just have like a vagina or boob sitting on your desk like burning you know and that was their idea of oh we're giving boob. back to you thank <clears throat> you for working through the pandemic <clears throat> like this is our way yeah. of showing gratitude to, to all of you like you know so I ordered four of them and I'll see what it's like <laughs> Wait, what the fuck else we'll see what it doing? smells like anyway you know <laughs> do you ever see those chocolates that you can um you can get ordered that are molded from your asshole. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. I, I think, think it would be so cool if you're like, and we're going to taste this yeah. right now. <laughs> 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 like, it's not It's not even your butt. It's your asshole that's that's gooped. <laughs> well, how, how, do you, how do you do that? Um, you What is it that they do? You have to take a mold. Yeah, they send you a kit. You mold your asshole and then you send them mold and then they make the chocolates from it is it just the outer asshole or is there like a penetration involved 
What's up to you, bro? I guess I don't know. It's shaped like a Hershey's kiss. <laughs> I, I was, it's shaped like um, yeah, kind of like a. Like, it, I think it's shaped like a cone. A cone, so there is. Before I came on, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, how how long do, before it gets weird in here? There he goes about yeah. you have been you've you've seen me in film club. You know, it gets weird real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, I looked up asshole candles. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolates is what I'm looking for. Uh, candles that, t- that smell like assholes. Like <laughs> the new goop trend. <laughs> it's not really a cone. It's more like a... I don't know, what shape would you describe that? It kind of looks like a like a potty. You know? Yeah, it looks, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah, it looks like, like a Toblerone, but with like the edges on the outside. It's like inverted, yeah, mm. yeah. Who would you give that to? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that for? Yeah. Yeah. Give it to you, Liam. <laughs> Daniel, watch the Super Bowl. I watched the halftime show. I, <laughs> I like. I really I couldn't sleep, and I was like, "Oh, the big games on." With like uh, five minutes to the halftime show. Yeah. I'll say that N- nothing. Who won? I don't know. The Bengals. I, I watched. Yeah, it wasn't. Was it? Yeah. It wasn't. Wait, they're the Rams, aren't they? No, oh, no, the Rams the Bengals the versus the Rams. We should probably look this up. <laughs> when the Super Bowl. Last minute touchdown by the Bengals, I think. Man, it's it? always yeah. it is always a last minute or last second touchdown at it's the end rigged. of the game. It's absolutely rigged. The Rams won. The Rams won. Yeah. Right. Oh shit! Never mind. Twenty twenty-three. <laughs> just dreamed of yeah. it. <laughs> it was Bengals twenty, Rams twenty-three. Cheap less. Those games go on for hours, don't yeah. they? They well, were like the six hours. It took it two by an hour. Did you enjoy it though? No, I didn't understand what was going on because, like, because it, it, it's it's like literally what people say, you know. I like, understand like people are like, oh, like tennis is boring, cricket is boring. I actually enjoy cricket. Mm. I'm one of those weird people who actually like certain types <gasps> of cricket. Well, like everyone's like, oh, American football it's so boring. It's stop and start. It's so many ads. It's all completely true. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually not. It's yeah, not no, a good it is. Sport to watch. It's like it's yeah. more of an ad kind of thing. It's well, more the event. Yeah, it's the event, but it is like I can understand it being a very technical game, though. You know the type of plays they have to do and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose. But like that's it's like rugby. But they just start kind of like way. throwing mm. flags on the pitch, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing about like the American football too, like imagine I don't know, I know you don't watch sports, oh, Mark. Are you a sports guy? I watch. I watch sports. You yeah. dabble. But do you dabble. imagine you're following your team and you're like. This is the biggest game ever. I'm so we haven't been to a final in so long. <laughs> it's a you, football game. Well, you said you you pay the prices for those matches is like ten grand per ticket, and mm. for like the good ones, and you're like, okay, time to watch the game. And then the Rock comes out right before and starts doing a motivational speech. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, like what the fuck? Yeah, it's yeah. Mad. It's a bit yeah. of a circus. Sports. The Winter Olympics is out one. I Man, understand. who watch? Who actually watches the Olympics? I would never watch the Olympics. But do you ever see some of the sports that they do in that, like uh, being on a sled and just going as fast as humanly possible around a bend, and there's just no seatbelts or anything? You're going head first, like <laughs> like you crash into the walls. Like, no, yeah, oh, that, it's, like, it's like that's it. You're you're fucked. It's like, over. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. There's no broken legs in this sport. It is death yeah. <laughs> did you use i think you could have talked about this last week but did you talk about the italian guy who got hit in the dick in the Mark said he was yeah. french <laughs> yeah, so french. i probably was, it was, was french. frenchman the olympics now um at the moment this year they're worried that russia's gonna invade before the end of it have you seen that 
Yeah, it's yeah, that's just getting yeah, power, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that'd be like that's that's on the other side of the world, like yeah, no right. biggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that'd be grand. Man, I just watched the wind when the wind blows. <laughs> Not gonna talk about that film, but <laughs> no. I have a confession to make that about that movie. Um, well, I thought until we were talking about it. I was talking about it with you last week that it was based on a true story. And in my head, I was trying to go, when did they drop nuclear bombs on England? I don't remember you saying that. I didn't say it. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't say I was ashamed that I thought it because <laughs> you were all like, yeah, it's, um, making fun of people who thought that. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because sure. <laughs> you know, like, I thought it was like the, you know, when the, the bombs go off in England and you hear the mm-hmm. big horn thing. The blitz and all that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, I thought it was that. <laughs> well, that was the... That was the point is that they thought it was going to be like the Blitz, but it's way worse than that. <laughs> but, but this is ba- like When the Wind Blows is basically Threads. Ah, right. But That's with, a great film. With two, with the, with the, um, an elderly couple that are just uh, so national, nationalistic and are just like so, um, with their heads, like they're pure Brexit, Brexit like oh, right. Tories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who have their head, they, they, they're nostalgic about World War Two, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, this war will just be like the old war and stuff like that. And when it hits, like they're the last people on earth, basically is what it says. Oh, sure. And they are not aware of the situation that they're in because they're like, oh no, like the Russians will come through or something. We got to fight them off. But the Brits will never fall. It will be grand the entire way through. <laughs> and they're like that until the very end. <laughs> now, imagine all of this, but also keep in mind it's made and done in the same animation style as the snowman. Like, oh, right. It's done with the yeah. same guy. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd, I'd heard of it, but I'd never You should check it out, man. It's a good. Yeah. It's a very good film. Right. It's, it's It's very like Threads as well. Mm, yeah, Threads is a classic. Yeah, Threads is very good. Chernobyl's also very good as well. I've never seen that. Things, you've never seen Chernobyl? No, no, no. Man, you need to watch Chernobyl. Yeah, there's a lot of things I have to watch. But yeah. But Chernobyl's Chernobyl. short. Is it? Five episodes, six episodes. Oh, is it? Or? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Chernobyl? No, I'm trying to, I don't really think I've seen any like nuclear bomb content. If you want to, because like I like Chernobyl was the first one that I watched that was like about like you know nuclear terror or whatever like that. Jesus, it made me realize like radiation is the worst shit imaginable. Yeah, it's not good. Like I watched that and then I was like, that has just instilled a fear in me now about radiation. And then you watch like threads you're like oh fucking hell and you watch that uh, like when they're drinking they drink like um they run out of water in when the wind blows and then it starts to rain oh yeah mm. and they put out pots and pans and stuff like this and in a similar sense to irreversible there's like this like sickening noise that's being made while they're putting the water into the jugs and they start drinking and when they stop drinking the music goes down and then when they drink it again it rises back up because they're just drinking pure radiation yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, the new Christopher Nolan's gonna be about um, Oppenheimer as well you see that oh is he, yeah. do you think that's him like kind of hopping on that because that's a kind of niche genre of horror I would say like nuclear horror I, it's one of those ones where I'm not sure if they're going to go full horror because of the, the cast that they have. Yeah. Like, I think it's Killian Murphy's going to be leading for the first time in Nolan. But then it has, like, Robert Downey Jr. and stuff in it. Where I'm like, Iron Man won't be. Yeah. yeah. We'll get radiated. <laughs> Cosmic horror. Like, uh, yeah. That's not going to happen. But, yeah, but, like, Nolan himself, he wouldn't go. For, it'd be more like a real high-tech kind of, like, oh, I know how nuclear bombs work. I'm going to show it off Man, the nuc- on a big screen. But, like, know? that's the thing. 
You like I want to see. I want to see an IMAX. Yeah, I want to see an IMAX. I want to see a nuclear explosion done by Christopher Nolan mm. in IMAX. That's what he's good at. Like yeah. that's what that's the that's going to be the point of that film is for us to see that. I think he needs to go up an age rating with his movies for it though, because I don't yeah. think he's ever made anything that hasn't been like fifteen over here. I don't think he's ever done like a rated or eighteen movie. Um, Memento's the only one that might be, but I doubt that is. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Especially like since Dark Knight, he's only done like PG 13s, get the butts and seats kind of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that, there was a big controversy over Dark Knight because it was like, oh, it's too scary and so it was like mm. too graphic and all. But then he's just like, all right, I'll tone it down a bit. And it, even when he did Dunkirk as a war movie, I know the point of it is that like it's not meant to be like um, a Saving Private Ryan or something. Memento mm. is rated R. Oh, there you go. But I don't know what it's aged here. Oh, that's a pure indie flick, like. Yeah. No yeah. oversight, you know. What do you think of Memento? It's a good film. I've never it is. seen it. I've seen, I've seen it once. I was like, that's a good film. I think it's the only Nolan, or one of the only Nolans I haven't seen. I'd never watch it again. Ever seen Prestige? Oh, so good. It's a great film. It's good. It's, it's all right. I think it's a it's all right. It's a plasma. There's two Hugh Jackmans. I'd vouch for it as his best. That or... His best. That is bold. That, or that is very that bold. That or Inception, I'd hold Inception is his best. Similar. Inception is very good. He's made three masterpieces, and it's prestige. Yeah, I'd include Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. yeah. Dark Knight's very good. Dark Knight falls off to bits at the at the last last third, like yeah, it does. It like all Christopher Nolan films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boat, though, your man's got the two bombs. That, like, it's good, oh. but like the whole thing with Harvey Dent. The Harvey like, Dent bored, stuff is bored. so bad. Yeah, I disagree. I remember watching down cinema and I thought the movie was over after I was only like eight at the time, so it was a bit Yeah, that's the worst bit about it. It's like, oh, this is still going. Nah, the Harvey, the Harvey Dent stuff's so good. The, the effects on him, and I think Aaron Eckhart's only been good in one movie, and it's that. Uh, the core. <laughs> Mark loves the core. The core. Yeah, that, the one seen that, the core? that the one that Cameron produced? Or, I think, or is that The Abyss? That's, that's The, the Abyss. Abyss. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I haven't no. seen The Core. No, The Core is good. But yeah, no, the uh, Harvey Dent is like. You know, yeah, he's two faced now, but it's just, there's no, it's, what's the stakes, yeah. you know? About the speech Rachel. at the end. The speech, the, the speech yeah, the it's chills, yeah. It's like, yeah, come yeah. on, the dogs are going after him. Oh, so it lasts 10 minutes. The night vision, is that the end of Dark Knight? When, or he's fighting, it's before he, the Joker's like dangling and he goes through the warehouse. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can see through walls and all, yeah. I'm really living my dream of being a passionate defense of the Dark Knight on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dark Knight is good. Gonna... But like, it's not, it's a bit like Interstellar where I think like the uh, last yeah. third just shits the yeah. bed. Uh, definitely. Interstellar some incredible set pieces. Was, Jesus, was... the first two hours. Well, the writing, oh man, I noticed that on rewatch recently, like the writing's not great. Like the actual dialogue in the film ain't, ain't great. Mm, yeah. yeah but uh geez like that doesn't really matter when this fucking set pieces and spectacles yeah, are so good the spectacles and the concept is so good yeah exactly such a great yeah, concept yeah. the actual astrophysicist on which board. is why Tenet then is such a letdown like what's uh, what is the concept in that Tenet like, has a decent concept like you're going backwards but like it's actually like I don't even know how to explain it's it. forward but it's backwards yeah yeah it was cool like reverse entropy yeah what the fuck does that mean what the fuck no, for reverse, reverse whatever about reverse entropy what the fuck is entropy they didn't explain <laughs> yeah. what that was yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that's about like energy or some shit like the flow of energy or whatever or something, the decay of energy or something yeah, like something that something like yeah. that I think that movie's like a final um, see, I like accent sequence and a good villain away from being great because I think it's going really good up until the end and it's like um, it's like they have red and blue teams doing the same thing but one's yeah. like five minutes ahead mm. and you're like what the hell yeah I just like 
gunplay, which Nolan doesn't really do. And then you have our very own Kenneth Branagh, Academy Award nominated, doing a really dodgy... Oh, yeah, he's he rushing so in the shit, film, wasn't he? He was so shit. And he yeah. dies in a really funny way. Uh, that movie's two years old. It's yeah. A big, like, you he's not to he a dies? bad. He's not to the villain. <laughs> so, mm. do you remember how he, he dies? He he's like um, running on the boat and he slips on it. Is that? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that at all. Uh, yeah. He he trips up in blood. Yeah. I hate Kenneth Branagh. Is this a safe? Yeah, it's a safe. safe, it's a safe, safe, safe space. I really hate him. Yeah. yeah. That man. That man has a. <clears throat> have you seen Belfast? No. no, no. Ah, that movie I irked me so much. I oh yeah. So really? Yeah. Yeah. It was what's, just what's, like, yeah. What's your take? Belfast, like. It's like set during the troubles and obviously, but the whole sort of like, let's romanticize it, which I know he's like, it's been all good during that from his perspective and it's from a child's perspective. But you see like other movies that are based on a child's perspective during like harrowing events. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Um, like Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, Boy in Striped Pajamas. I'm yeah. not mad on that movie, but um, this one's like Jojo that. Rabbit. Jojo yeah. Rabbit, that's a, yeah. And they still show, in those example. movies, they still show, like, what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Of which I feel in Belfast is just, like, they don't, they only kind of, like, hint at it, but they don't want to commit to it. Like, his theme is, it's all about, like, a little kid trying to find love and enjoy the little things in life. And I'm like, it, like, which is a good... You need to show the horror, though. You really yeah, do. Yeah, and yeah. you don't, and but, like, you know... As Sir Kenneth Branagh, you don't want to show that. You don't want to show why it was horrifying. <laughs> you see the last bit of footage there, but it's grand. It's so it's no biggie. It's no biggie. Right. It's no biggie. Uh, yeah, ready. But yeah, Belfast. Whatever about that film. Belfast. Fuck <laughs> it. Kenneth Branagh, Sir Kenneth Branagh. Please leave. Don't represent us. The cr- crazy thing about that is, like, his in between. Like, he got nominated. Um, best director for Belfast thoroughly undeserved but but he's oh best director so he's the best actor for some reason but in between those two movies so his filmography has Belfast and then either side of it you have the Disney Artemis Fowl action he did that he did that that. Uh, that's where he met I don't know if he met her there he's probably in other of his stuff but Judy Dentz was in that too and she's in Belfast it was really bad Belfast accent and got nominated for an Oscar but, but then his new one came out on Friday, or probably two Fridays ago at this stage, but um, Death on Denial, which is... I don't know, have you seen the production on no. that? No. I've seen people lampooning Gal Gadot on, on Twitter for... Well, it has Gal Gadot, who's probably the least problematic of the cast. It also has... Jeez, <laughs> that says a lot, doesn't it? It also has Russell Brand and Latita oh, yeah. Wright from Black Panther, who both have kind of dodgy vaccination stances yeah. oh shit and yeah. you're kind of like at that you're like okay we have those three Godot Brand and Wright how could it get any worse our leading man Joe Rogan Army Hammer <laughs> Army Hammer <laughs> is it <laughs> Army well uh, Branagh plays Poirot again doing a funny accent but uh, Gal Gadot's um, husband is Army Hammer Jesus fucking Christ yeah, how'd they allow that to I don't know because well, like, I haven't seen him in any promotion material to be fair he's like cut out heavily from all the trailers but they didn't edit it like the new Taika Waititi movie was made it's not it's not out yet but he's doing one called um because next goal wins and it's about the the Australian football team that like lost by the most amount of goals ever and that was filmed with Michael Fassbender as one manager and uh Army Hammer was the villain manager and they had it all done but he's gone back and done it completely again but swapped um Hammer out for Will Arnett. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good nice. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. 
Um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. Will Arnett, what a king. Yeah, what a legend. What a fucking king. Didn't Kenneth Branagh do uh, that really bad tour film as well? Which one, sorry? The, was it the Dark second tour film? Dark the fuck Oh, no, I did the first one. The first yeah, one? Yeah, I did. Oh, that was, that the wasn't that bad. It was uh, Game of Thrones dude did uh, <coughs> Dark World did Game of Thrones guys from the best of my memory mm. only done like two big blockbusters and one was Thor 2 and the other one was the David Harbour Hellboy <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. did you ever see that film oh, well, it's it so bad you've seen it, it twice I've seen it with um, our friend Korn mm. um, in cinema and he walked out and I was watching it with him he walked out <laughs> <laughs> he walked out with 10 minutes left and I was like I was meant to be going home <laughs> yeah I didn't even finish that film I was just like awful it's just, I was like this is just so boring I thought it was wasn't that bad. Have you seen uh, it? No, I'd heard that it wasn't that no, bad. No, man, it is, there's just yeah. something about it. All right, yeah. there's just something about it that's just off. Mm. That a film, there's a a missing component to a film there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's I don't know, it's weird. The like um, makeup and shit, and it's really cool. Can I ask no, a Parapod question that I always hear you asking, and you never what? kind of always like ask at a random moment. Is that okay? Is that yeah, go ahead, course? go ahead. Um, I'm going to ask Mark. Mark, um, what have you been watching this week? <laughs> what have I been watching? That's a great question. That's a great question. How the hell do I do? Good. Getting it's us good. back on track. I love that. Yeah, I had a look at the, this film called Fluke. Ever watched that? No, I haven't Ever heard, heard of it? it? No. It's kind of like, uh, what was that film that you were watching and we watched, we watched quite a bit of it here, where it was like a dog and uh, he's like it's a talking dog oh fucking Love on a Leash Love on a Leash yeah. it's kind of like Love on a Leash that sounds great yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a 1995 film um, but Star Studded Cast has a you know Matthew Modine from, uh, <coughs> no. from Full Metal Jacket main guy in that oh. he stars as the dog and also the dog in his previous life you also have Sam Jackson you have Ron Perlman um, and you also have oh the star no, the star of the show is you remember Airbud? Yes. yes it's Airbud. it's buddy from Airbud, and he's the main dog and is this a comedy or it's a comedy drama kind of thing what's mm-hmm. that what's it about yeah it's a it's about a talking dog bro it's about a talking <laughs> what dog what else do you need but he doesn't talk like, he's, he's just like kind of his inner like monologue you know yeah because it starts off and it's like this guy Machi Modian and he's uh, he's crazy but like he just he seems like really stressed or whatever and he's driving really fast down the road and he's trying to like uh Trying to like uh, overtake this guy who's in the different cars, uh, played by Eric Stoltz. You know the guy who's uh, yeah. supposed to play uh, Marty McFly before he got booted off. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's him and a big goatee. <laughs> and uh, is it like, a big dirty goatee? Yeah, it's a big. It looks. Nice. It looks kind of dodge. But then the truck comes down uh, the other side of the road, and Matrimonian has to fucking <laughs> like you know drastic <laughs> drastic maneuvers. Anyway, he goes flying into a ditch and he dies. Uh, but, but the next scene, he's reincarnated as a dog. Uh, and he befriends this homeless woman, uh, and he gets named Fluke because he like he does a uh, little tricks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like ah, the street people are like ah, it's just a fluke, and she's like, fluke by name, fluke by nature, and it's like the start of the film basically. Um, then the homeless woman dies, and he has to he's sort of like a uh, cast off on his own, and he meets a black street dog played by uh, Sam Jackson who lives in a dump, and they kind of like, you know, they learn the streets together and stuff like that. But yeah, things get kind of out of control animal animal uh, controller called they're kind of uh, the pound are after them and all the while um little fluke is kind of starting to remember his past life to the extent that he remembers the exact phone number of his home address and calls oh, his Jesus wife call, pa- pause the the phone somehow <laughs> and calls his wife 
and uh, she's like, hello, hello, and he just like licks the receiver, and she's like, what the fuck is this, you know? But uh, it's like he's slowly getting back to uh, like re- remembering who he was. Mm-hmm. This guy, uh, Tom, I think his name was, like the Matchimodian character. Uh, anyway, he's caught by Animal Control and brought to like, uh, or not Animal Control, he's caught by uh, Ron Perlman, who was like a, a, a rough kind of street guy who was like, he has like, uh, like oil back Perlman. hair and stuff. He's Ron <laughs> Perlman, yeah, but like younger. Mm. He, but he looks the exact same, which is really weird. He's like someone who like never aged, but he always looked old. Yeah. Yeah, he's caught by him and he sells into like an animal testing lab. And so he's brought to his lab and they do all these weird tests on him. They're, they're like doing like a, this kind of experiment on his eyes. Uh, and the scientist is like reading the charts and it's like like every every scene in the film is like telegraphed to bits like every scene is like a cliche or like <laughs> just like ripped out of another film it's like the scientist is like reading the charts and he's like this is impossible it's like <laughs> i don't know what he's seeing but he's clearly he's getting to know that uh fluke isn't what he seems you know he's more at that moment Sam Jackson's dog, uh, Rumbo, bursts through the glass <laughs> Rumbo. Rumbo, <laughs> and saves all the animals in, in the uh, in the lab. Is he reincarnated or is he just a dog? Yeah, that's the thing. Because uh, like, w- when they escape the uh, the lab, <clears throat> Ron Perlman, he starts shooting at the, the animals as, as, they're, as they're fleeing. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he shoots Rumbo in the ass. Uh, and him and Fluke are fleeing through the forest. And like, Rumbo starts to succumb to his injuries. And uh, he eventually uh, he dies he by, by this little lake. And it's quite a sad scene. It's like very emotionally touching. The, and, and like, a Rumbo and Fluke can't communicate with each other because they're dogs, you know. Like mm-hmm. Internal. It's basically explained as vibes, but they can communicate quite in a quite sophisticated manner. Mm-hmm. And before he dies, Rumbo reveals that uh, what Fluke is kind of feeling is true. That like they were previously humans in a past life. And Rumbo talks about how he was a, a sailor in the Navy. But uh, eventually... You know, Rumbo's dead. Fluke runs off. Uh, he somehow manages to track down his son, who is uh He tracks down his school. This film sounds really fucking bad, Mark. No, I well, no. I think it sounds good. This is on, this is on the first half an hour. What? what? The, the film is just beginning. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I thought we had ten minutes left here. No, no, because most of this film is just like it's the family drama, the family dynamic between the family as they existed before, like Tom's widow and his young son. And uh, this this like fucking stray dog Fluke who, who makes his way into their How life. How long is this film? Uh, Fluke, <laughs> <laughs> Fluke, Fluke, Fluke he, 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 they they take him in. They're like, oh, this poor stray dog, and he's like really insistent. The dog's really insistent. He's like, I want to be your pet. Uh, and like they're hanging out in the gaff one day, and all of a sudden, um, Eric Stoltz's character Jeff walks into the gaff and kisses uh, Tom's wife. And like you're like, you know, he's getting cooked by Tom by by Jeff like. And like this is his guy. This is, the, this is the guy. This is, our impression is that Jeff killed Tom, mm-hmm. and so obviously Fluke is raging and he hates Jeff, and uh, he gets kicked out. But then it becomes apparent that things aren't all that they seem, you know, because uh, Jeff is like fleeing. He's going. He's going to get help from uh, like the police or something like that. Like this, like Fluke is like a, a serious mm-hmm. machine in this film. Like he nearly takes down a full grown man. <laughs> Even though it's like a, quite a small lab, he's like a puppy. <laughs> but. Um, uh, he's driving to, to find the police and out of nowhere Fluke appears in the back seat and like attacks him and uh, Jeff goes flying off the road uh, and crashes in the ditch in like a replay of the of the opening scene and there's this, this hilarious shot where it's like a ragdoll uh, fucking stuffed dog goes it's just like <laughs> propelled through the, the windscreen and goes flying out into the darkness um, but then Fluke remembers that it wasn't he wasn't killed by Jeff but he was actually the whole thing was that Tom was like a this really this workaholic dad who never saw his kids 
um, there's this, this whole scene where it's Tom and Jeff in the office and uh, Jeff is like oh, Tom you gotta go home to your wife and your kid uh, and Tom's just sitting there in the office like smoking cigars and it's like it's like quarter to nine and he's like who else is gonna do the work around here and he just, he's like lights up another cigar he doesn't do any actual work but like we're just we're, we're giving the impression he's mm. like a real workaholic who's never at home but then on the way home that night apparently which was the first scene in the film they're driving home and like Tom has a, a real beef with Jeff uh, and he tries to drive him off the road and that's that's what that was that's mm-hmm. what the opening scene was uh, it was actually the to- Tom who tried to murder Jeff so the whole thing was Fluke was reincarnated as a dog because of his crimes in a past life and so he learns to uh, the m- whole moral of the story is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know enjoy the little things and don't do you know treat others as, as you'd like to uh, or as, as you'd like to be treated Absolutely. But then in the in the final scene, you get this. Uh, he, he, Fluke is like he runs off. Like he's he's like he's made peace with the fact that Jeff is going to look he's after. He's trying to murder family. Jeff, and he's like, I am at peace now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff survived and all, but he's he's at peace. So Jeff will look after the family. His his, his kid Billy, he'll be fine. Uh, the wife be fine, and he runs off to like find another family, or uh, live his life in the wild. Uh, and he runs into the squirrel. And the squirrel runs down and turns out he's voiced by Sam Jackson, who seems to be in like this karmic spiral. Jeez, he, what the fuck did he, he must, do? He must have been a war criminal in some past life. And he's like, I'm a squirrel yeah, now. Yeah, this Navy <laughs> soldier. What the fuck did he do? <laughs> First he was a dog and then he became a squirrel. You know, like where where is he going next, you know? Well, as you said, like um the Jeff thought he was in the right, but he was actually in the wrong. So Sam, tell, ja- yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson could have been on the wrong side. <laughs> Jesus, oh, Sam maybe, Jackson yeah. did something horrific and still hasn't yeah. realized that he's he some kind of war criminal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a, uh, a heartwarming kind of. It was actually quite me- well made. How long is this film, Mark? It's about an hour and a half. Are you oh. serious? Well, like everything happens in the first half an hour. Like the setup is like so convoluted. But I felt like you were talking with that for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the setup is so convoluted that it, it feels like it's taking ages. But then like it gets into a clip and you're like, this you're getting into it. Mm. And there's about an hour of that and then it just ends. And then you have like squirrel Sam Jackson, who was fucking obviously did something awful. <laughs> and uh Who made it? Uh, I don't know. Why did you watch this film? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I saw it. it was like it was on the list of like it came up in Google, like beside like Love on a Leash and like uh a dog's purpose and all those things. You know, I think those films are always good to watch. You know, or they're they're, they're good fun. Lo- Loving Alicia is not that film is so fucking did bad. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Did we talk about it on the pod? Yeah, we did. Yeah, briefly. Mm. What an experience. Yeah, transcendental is what I would yeah, describe that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monumentally so that's bad. That's a whole different side to to filmmaking. That's a whole different side to bad. Like you, <laughs> like that will whatever you think a bad film is. You watch Love on a Leash and you get you get fucking vibe checked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually is like I'm not trying to be use hyperbola or anything, but it genuinely is the worst movie ever made. Oh, easily. I like I've I've tried to watch a lot of those lowest rated movies like Birdemics and I got my I got my bad movie Friday, you know? Bad film Friday. None have heard as much as Love on a Leash, but I think the thing about it if, if you remember is that it doesn't have a soundtrack it's yeah. just all yeah yeah, yeah. It's, all no, it's, like, it's like fucking ambient noise yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the, the, the scenes where clearly music was meant to use because <laughs> yeah. nothing is happening yeah like the, the sound cuts off <laughs> yeah yeah what a masterpiece you know yeah a postmodern masterpiece I think you asked me because I kind of forget about Love on the Leash sometimes I think you asked me what's the worst film I've ever seen Love on the Leash is the worst film I've ever Love seen Love on the Leash I agree yeah, yeah. absolutely hands yeah. down I don't even think there's anything Food close. Fight is a is a food, second Food Fight is probably be mine 
You should watch Food Fight. Yeah, Food Fight funny. is the worst. Like, you watch Food Fight, and in a similar sense to Love and Unleash, you get like vibe checked for like how bad you think bad animated films look. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, laughs> you haven't seen bad animation until you've seen Food Fight. What would you say, like, if that's the most, the worst movie you've ever seen, what's been the most disappointing? Like, when that your expectations have just been sky high, and you went in and you went, fuck it. Halloween. Halloween 2 Halloween yeah. Kills Halloween um, Kills Halloween Kills yeah. yeah that's bad dog shit that's really dog bad. shit film cause I was like cause it was cause it was just it was just a letdown cause, it's, it, cause the first one was better than it had any right to be it's great and then mm. the second one is just like you could put that in with the, the ones from the 2000s and the late 90s and it would make them look really good and that's what it did cause we actually watched them in the lead up to going to see Halloween Kills yeah we were out on the binge yeah. it's like jeez the one with like fucking Paul Rudd is, is like like looks better yeah it's actually a better film than halloween kills but evil didn't die tonight in that one evil didn't die. that's yeah. the thing yeah it's missing yeah. a piece <laughs> yeah we'll see yeah we'll see oh geez tell you tell you what we'll see what we see we'll see the the batman when the it comes batman in. we'll see the batman when it comes out but for the time being why don't we start our new series let's do it michael heaton batman 1989 89? Yeah, 89. Yeah. 89? We'll go with 89. I don't know if it's 89. It's I think it's earlier than that. It's 89. You've seen this film, Liam? Yeah, I have. This is handy. So now we can sync up with this one. Um, Yeah, what did you think of Michael Keaton as Batman, firstly? Uh, not man. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a guy in a suit, you know? He's, I don't yeah, like how his shoulders... He's just a guy, like... His shoulders don't really move, like, he's very rigid <laughs> when he moves. Yeah. so rubbery. Is that actually a thing? That, like, I, I think I'd, I'd heard that before, mm-hmm. like, that, that was a problem with the suit, that you mm. actually couldn't move. Because it was like, it wasn't just a mask, it was like the full kind of... Because uh, it never looked right. the shoulders. Yeah, That yeah. was all of those um, suits at the time. Like, Predator came out around the sort of same couple of years, and Jean-Claude Van Damme was Predator, but he only lasted a few days because he could have hacked the suit. Yeah. The suit was fucking you know, huge. One of those yokes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just looks... Because it's rubber, it looks real stiff. And even him as, as fucking Bruce... <sighs> I can't see it. Like I can't really see, I it, can't like. see it. But I've heard that he is the best Batman before Christian Christopher Bale. Nolan, or Christopher, Chris, yeah, Chris, Christian Bale. He is by default. Yeah, 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 probably. The, like the, the competition is. isn't exactly yeah. hot. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very true. But yeah, he's just, he literally is just a guy. He's just a random guy. If you ask, when you watch it now, you want to think like that's Michael Keaton. He's like in Birdman. He's because that's all I like, know him from. All I yeah. know him from is Birdman, prestige actor. Like, but you don't think of watching Batman. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I just couldn't like get over the lisp. I was just seeing your man from the other guys. I put my, as well. hit, my kid through college. Yeah. Wants to be bisexual. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't buy him. <laughs> how, how are you introduced to him in um, this movie? I don't really remember it that well. How are we introduced? Clearly, Well, we see Batman first, and then there's kind of like build up to who Bruce Wayne is. It's like oh, because they keep talking about Bruce Wayne, and then we never we never see him. And then I think it's something like oh, like she bumps into someone's like oh, sorry, I'm looking for Bruce Wayne, mm. and you're just like. Well, that's fucking Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, <laughs> but for yeah. the film, it's just like, ooh, who's Bruce Wayne? And then he turns around, and it's like, oh, that's yeah, like, oh, it's just, it's just a random guy. At yeah, the it's like, oh yeah, no, I am Bruce Wayne. Like, <laughs> but like, that's, I think that's how, I, I, 
think that's how uh, he's introduced. That kind of sums up his Batman. Like, literally no presence in the room whatsoever. No one yeah. knew that he was the owner of the gaff. Like, yeah. It's like, who, yeah, who's Bruce Wayne? Oh, it's your man over there. Like, yeah, he didn't just feel there. important. Yeah, he just feels like a random guy. Mm. Like, he's haven't even seen Val Kilmer. He's just... He's yeah, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm worried about. Because like, people say, like, oh, yeah, the first Batman is very good. It's all right. Like it's it is cre- right. it's fine. What do you, what's your what's your prognosis on the Joker on Jack Nicholson's Joker? He's he has a guy with him who um, carries a boombox, which I think is really sick. Um, the only sort of he's the best thing in the film. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, I, that's his only job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a boombox. He's the and man, he like. kicks the shit out of Batman, uh, and then Batman kills him. Like straight up kills him. <laughs> <laughs> that's his rule. This yeah. is like his whole thing is that he doesn't kill. He won't kill the Joker, but he yeeted this dude off the top of a building, no water. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like it kind of feels like every actor and including Nicholson is like a diet version of themselves. Like Nicholson's still at the peak of his powers when yeah. this movie comes out, and you also and you're like. Is this a guy wearing a... He wears a funny hat, if I remember. He's a dude. Yeah, he wears, like, a big, like, Rasta hat. Yeah. But it's purple. But this is the thing, as well. It's, like, because... Because there's a backstory to the Joker in this one. Like, I never bought him as the Joker. I just saw him as the fucking gangster that he was at the start of the film. Mm. And he never really shifted. Even even when he's more crazy, it was like... Yeah, I mean, you're a more crazy version of what you were, but you're still... Jack Torrance, whatever the fuck your name was in this. Yeah, what was oh, it? Jack does he Napier, get a name? Yeah. Um, he's named. Bennett? He's a named character. Jack Napier, yeah. He's Jack not Napier, Arthur yeah. Arthur Fleck. Oh, yeah. Arthur Fleck. Well, at least that's the point of that the, film. Yeah. At least that's the point of that film. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's never been done before. We're going to give Joker a backstory. Meanwhile, you're watching this film. You're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. he's a henchman and he got fucked There's over. The bit, um, it's like he has a fake gun or something when it goes off. Yeah, it goes or... bang. I think that's the only bit I remember being like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, there's some bits in it that it, like, it is iconic, but it's also kind of shit. And I feel like the the tone of like the acting and the dialogue and stuff like that does not really match up to the aesthetic of the film. Because mm. it's very cheesy, but the aesthetic is really hardcore gothic, like Tim Burton-esque. Yeah. Which I love. This was the dark Batman. Yeah. This, this, was, yeah. this was a dark take on Batman. That like originally... Before we had like but, the dark well, that's just shows how goofy Adam West was. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to like take it down in steps. Mm. I think though, like this kind of movie, you have to contextualize it. And when it actually came out, like before, yeah. that's the only superhero movies that you have is Superman, probably one, two. I don't know if they got the four by the time Batman came out, but there wasn't really like obviously Marvel doesn't happen to the late two thousands. Mm. You know, even early two thousand, like, like fucking Spider-Man, X-Men, and, yeah. and yeah. Spider-Man. I don't. I honestly can't think of any thing. Yeah, yeah. But still, <laughs> no still, they could have done. They could have done better. They could have done better. You know, the, you know the scene it's where it's Tim Burton, bro. Someone else could have done better. I don't yeah. really like Tim Burton. It's not as even director. really feel like a Tim Burton film at all. No, like it has the aesthetic, as you say. Like it's clearly but very. That doesn't match. It does. Yeah, it doesn't match because it is kind of like it's trying to be serious, but it's also like they're like. Yeah, there's like there's a cheese, there's a huge cheese element to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the scene where like uh, he, they're in Vicky Vale's apartment and uh, the Joker bursts in, and uh, Bruce Wayne is there and he reveals himself and he, he he squares down the Joker, but then he like flies off into this rage with a poker. Yeah, but like 
Like that looked It looked like something Out of like a A student play Or something like that Yeah it looked but, like uh, I've, I've seen that It was this goofy is one of the, as fuck like, One of the best scenes of In like yeah. Batman history And stuff It's ridiculous It's yeah. a terrible scene Is that do you want to get nuts You want to get nuts Yeah yeah, yeah. You want to yeah, get yeah. nuts yeah. That's yeah. great <laughs> Yeah but it's like it comes yeah. out of nowhere <laughs> it's cheesy, it comes out of nowhere. But like yeah. It's like I thought this is meant Again I thought this is meant To be the dark Batman film yeah. And but, it's but really he, cheesy He gets shot Straight after And like he's dead You know like There's like no Uh like fluency there's no like coherence to like uh, what they're going for based off what I could tell but there is yeah obviously contextual gotta contextualize you know it's like it was the 80s it was it's a different time yeah yeah. it was a different time cause like even like you know that bit where Joker's running through the museum the art museum and he's like wrecking all the paintings and stuff like that Mm. I feel like in 1989 like pre Banksy Banksy and stuff like that and when he was destroying that, I was like, "Well, you've just increased the value of all of this, yeah. all of these artworks. Yeah. These, these are these were like worth thousands, hundreds of thousands. These were millions now. These are paintings do- destroyed by the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> art galleries were a lot bigger back then. Like, yeah. no one really cares about art galleries now. You destroy one in the eighties, you're the shit. You know, you do one now, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, you're a postmodernist yeah. genius. <laughs> the Joker today hacks into people's uh, Ethereum wallets and steals their <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> he steals their <laughs> NFTs, like." <laughs> <laughs> who's the um, who plays is it Vicky is that her name was Vicky Vale who, yeah. who, who was that I don't have no idea some lady <laughs> some, she, she looked familiar but she does look familiar she's definitely is in it Kim stuff. Basinger that's my, that's my wild guess yes because she looked is. like the Simpsons yeah. character you know from that episode <laughs> <laughs> where you befriends Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin and Ron Howard's there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great episode Um, who is it it is I think it is Kim it is Kim. Yeah, there you Kim go. Kim They did a great job in that animation. It literally <laughs> looks like her. Yeah, geez. Yeah. I'd love to have, I would f- love to have an Alfred. Alfred's very good in this film. He's the same Alfred, I think, for all of them. I could be wrong in saying that, but I'm pretty sure he's Alfred the whole way through. I'm going to sound really stupid if it's not. I don't know if he is or not. I, I think he is true to Batman and Robin. Yeah, I don't I, know. I think he's the only mainstay. I, I would take I would take this Alfred over Michael Caine Alfred. Ah, ah no. no. Come on. Ah, no, so like, shut up, Alfred. Fucking le- like, lecture me over this stuff. What about, <laughs> his, what about his story in The Dark Knight about Burma? Where yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like choking up. Yeah. Oh, I just so, want Alfred so to fucking, you know, like tell old man stories like he does in this one he's like oh back in my day when he did it he's too refined you know mm. you, you can't believe this man has been I don't want any grit know? to my Alfred I'll give you 10 uh, quid I want them obedience <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 10 quid right now on if you can tell me who Alfred who Ben Affleck's Alfred is no. Fucking Ben. Jeremy Irons. Yeah he knows Is it Jeremy Irons? Yeah, it doesn't yeah seem, fuck it I don't want that It doesn't work at all You know who like, is? Huh? You know who new Alfred is? I feel like I do Oh yeah, I, I don't know. Andy Circus. Oh yeah. yeah, Andy Circus is Alfred. That seems like low. I just see God. I just see Gollum if he was doing that, and I don't want Gollum being my. I just see Caesar. Yeah. You know, you should get have a monkey butler. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's doing it. He's still doing it in the the Mo- Mo- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's like an old man. You don't know it's Andy Circus. <laughs> <CD> Alfred. <laughs> yeah. What are your expectations for the new Batman, Liam? Um. See, the, the fact that it is the Matt Reeves, who, I think that plan of the Ace trilogy is unreal, especially the second two. Like, first one, generic action movie. I just think it has so much writing for it. Like, I think Reeves has the potential to be one of the best, like, I don't even know do we really have action movie auteurs anymore. We don't really. 
because you don't you don't really see the many Marvel movies go to director of that. But uh, I think Reeves yeah. has the potential to do it. I also think you have a career best Pattinson at the moment. I don't think he'd go from doing the likes of um, Good Time. Was Lighthouse. That Lighthouse was a uh, the space one. Was that called the Claire Denis one? Oh, is that High Life? Uh, yeah. 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 Have you I ever seen that? Yeah, I saw a movie. What do you think? I don't like it. It's dog shit, man. It's like so it. bad. Yeah, I was watching it with my family. We didn't even get to all the fucking bullshit at the end yeah. of the film that I heard that I read afterwards. But like, I was I was watching my family. I was like, this is so boring. We were like, uh, and he go to a hip pause half an hour in. Whole family grown and turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was at week one of pandemic. Oh like, Jesus! I, like, I think nah, we did the same thing. Yeah, maybe all this free time isn't so good. <laughs> I think we did the same thing. I think because I think we got um, we got uh, movie at the start of the pandemic. Mm. Movie is very good. But he movie. he wouldn't. I just don't see him doing everything that he has been doing, and then being like, I'm just gonna go settle to make studio movies. And as well, the I wasn't really impressed by the the second and third trailer but that initial one that came out with um i think something in the way nirvana's playing on it that trailer is so good mm. and did you get a pang of horror when you saw it was three hours long nope. like we did three hours that's there. a bit long isn't long. it well like that's a bit long i just that's the longest batman movie yeah it is by far i think it could work though like the way i kind of see it is i know we kind of roll our eyes at three hour movies and obviously the Batman's not going to be like a film from the 1930s or like a banner or something. Yeah. But movies used to be so long. Like Avengers uh, Endgame was three hours. Didn't see know? that though, bro. Did I, 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 watched, yeah, I watched that. Three, put it this way. If the Snyder Cut can have four hours. Didn't see three, that either. It's a three and a half. <laughs> I think it's four hours. It four is four hours. hours. If yeah. Snyder Cut can be four, what's actually like. But if that can be four hours, Pattinson can have three. Mm, but no one saw that like you know it's not a cool I was there I was it was an open day I had cheese pasta with it it was the most dude was that, experience was ever. that playing in cinemas yeah? no it came out during it came out last year but it was straight to streaming ah, right, um, yeah. I think it was on like now TV here yeah yeah. It's on, it is on now TV it's still it's really good I really like it but... I've heard I've heard it's quite good yeah. and then, I've heard it's better than Joss Whedon one but you know that's a very low that's bar that's a low bar yeah probably much like much like fucking christian bale being batman that's a very low bar to Chris, be the best yeah. one are you an anti christian bale batman no no i like christian bale's batman i mean he's he is my batman because that's what i grew up watching i didn't grow up watching this see batman's my ones. favorite superhero probably batman mm. or spider-man but same same but spider-man just... spider-man is my superhero like for yeah nostalgia and everything like tobe Maguire is spider-man for me though rewatching spider-man one was like jeez this movie is so cheesy it's, you're wrong. it's, it's so great. stilted it's, it's so, so awkward the thing with um this new batman as well it kind of does feel like even though affleck was batman for technically what three movies or something if you include he'll do justice leagues mm. it feels like the first batman we've had in 10 years i know it's the first solo movie but in general it's just kind of like you see um uh, i mean i understand because ben affleck was always he never had his own film did you know, actually, we should have said it on topic of Michael Keaton, but he's coming back. You know this? You know this? He's coming back to he, Batman. Yeah, he's coming back in Flashpoint, the new Ezra Miller's one that's coming out this year. Oh, are they doing multiverse? Are they doing multiverse stuff as well? Are they? Yeah. Ah, come um, on. Keen, TV shows are doing it. Yeah, Keaton's meant to have a prominent role 
in this new Flash movie. He's being advertised. Well, they haven't done the trailer yet, but I'm kind of like the production. They've been being like, yo, Keen's back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. DC do not matter at all, do they, bro? To be fair, that does sound kind of cool. Yeah. That's like Marvel already did it, man. Well, yeah, well, but like it's it's bad. That's the only other superhero it would work for, you know, because you can't do Superman because they were all shit, you know. I think but Flash like, originated multiverse too. I could be wrong in saying that, but yeah, that's kind mm-hmm. of his thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Flash like multiverse kind of like. I have no idea. I don't read those comics at all. From that, I don't know anything. My my knowledge of Marvel is very limited. Jeez, I know fucking nothing about DC. Uh, <laughs> Justice Aquaman. League and all that shit. Having a fucking clue. I know that Marvel have a civil war. I didn't know what the. Fu- I don't know what happened in it, but I know that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman has octopus playing drums. That's pretty sick. We're getting new Aquaman this year too. I'm so stoked for it. I remember when that Aquaman movie. Um, came out in 2018 I said with my chest that Jason Momoa is the new Kurt Russell and he's yet to prove me right <laughs> <laughs> he kind of did it in Dune actually he gave me Kurt Russell vibes in Dune Dune yeah, 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 yeah Duncan Idaho yeah the boy yeah but he's not gonna he <laughs> <laughs> can keep living on that dream but I don't think it's gonna happen I don't think it's gonna happen what's the next movie we're watching Batman Returns Batman Returns yeah the best and of then, the four and then Bat- Forever and then Forever Batman and Robin but then see, yeah. we're doing Batman Turns next week, and then Batman Robin and Forever the week after, isn't it? No, we're gonna do we're gonna do the Batman and Batman and Robin together. Together, oh yeah, yeah, yeah for a bit of contrast. Yeah, compass contraire, you know, text. It's leaving Sir English, bro. Yeah, <laughs> leaving Sir English. We're back from the break. <laughs> we're back from the break once again. Again. Again, for the second time, we're back from the break. <laughs> Let's talk about some wrestling, boys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about some David Arquette. Let's talk about some Ready to Rumble, our first listener recommended film. Because we're not doing our recommended film this time. We're going to do our listeners week. recommended film. Is this the first? This is the first. Well, no, because this is the first time where we were going to do a recommended film. And then so we did the guest. So we're not going to talk about Network. Network is next week. Yeah. So we put, we slotted in your films <laughs> first ready to, and ready to rumble's the first. Week. Yes, ready to rumble <laughs> is the first. Set the bar pretty high with that. Yeah. yeah. In terms of interest, yeah. For, for me personally, not about Mark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about this. I'm, I'm a complete wrestling agnostic. I don't know. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't. I uh, I think I do believe mm. after what I've seen these past few days. Where's your beliefs lying, David Arquette, prior to this um, double bill? My beliefs, I I only really know this guy from uh, Scream, but I know his name very well, because, uh, like, he was one of those those big actors, or was he, would you even say he's a big actor in the 90s? He was coming up, I it would, seemed like he was coming up. He had one big role. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like, you know, you, everyone kind of knows him, but like, he is, he's very peripheral. Yeah. You know? But He doesn't seem to understand who he is, <laughs> like, yeah, from the documentary. A lot, of, a lot of crises, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's in the documentary, yeah. But Ready to Rumble, it was a rip-roaring good ride, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> in my opinion. But, uh, <laughs> WCW, yeah, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of context there that I just didn't didn't get, that I was, wasn't aware of, but I was just along for the ride, mm. you know. Do you want to explain it? Okay, so, yeah, WWE, they're top of the game in the kind of 80s, onwards to early 90s um and like the kind of peak of wrestling after like all your hulk hogan's and your ultimate warriors kind of like all the gimmick kind of wrestlers was they were dying down so wcw were like okay we're gonna do our own thing we're gonna focus more on the in-ring spectacle and just make good content 
which they did. And over time, they kind of they were topping the ratings. Both their shows went out on a Monday. They had WWE's Monday Night Raw against WCW's Nitro. So WWE, they weren't really doing anything. So they decided. Have you ever heard of the Attitude Era? No, no. You've never heard of the Attitude Era? That's, no. That's Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock. Well, I've heard of all Mick of them. Foley, Undertaker. Know, I've never heard of the Attitude Era. They all emerged at the same time where WWE were like, we're going to get in your face and just do really We're going to be like punk. Yeah. Mm. Pu- as punk as redneck wrestling could be. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. So uh-huh. WWE start to take over again. They get Mike Tyson in and that's the first time they overtake in the ratings after WCW take, took Mike over. T- I, I, yeah, I've never, yeah, I've Mike never Tyson. heard that. Mike Tyson was in WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was a Sean AEW recently. Yeah. <laughs> <Was he? laughs> yeah. Um, Him and Chris Jericho. What a guy. Yeah, so then the Attitude Era takes over and it gets to the point where um, this is fast forwarding a lot. We're fast forwarding past Ready to Rumble here, so WWE are on top, and they buy WCW. Oh, <laughs> okay. So that's mm. why you don't hear from them anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it was actually it was WWF. They weren't WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. World Wrestling so, Federation. So then they yeah. rebranded the, the world. Panda thing. Mm-hmm. You know. And then they rebranded the World Wrestling Entertainment, and mm. um, this is kind of not really important to the movies we're talking about. But imagine that you made something like you made a counter business that beat the OGs, and then the OGs. They got back to where they were, and they they invest in you. They're gonna give you a chance, and then they just shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> they just they like, they just took the piss. WWE like like I was share WCW was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but ready to rumble was I would say it's important because it is one of the moments like in actual in like outside of ready to rumble because of ready to rumble. David Arquette went on to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, which was a very pre- prestigious award. And like as you saw from the documentary, people were pissed. People are still pissed over that. Mm. And ready to rumble is the reason why that happened. It was all just a promotional. <laughs> it was a whole promotion for ready to rumble, yep. which is like a weird thing to kind of hinge your entire business on a film that isn't, you know, terribly good. It is. This is this one is dog shit <laughs> this film is so bad yeah, this yeah. film takes who is this film for because i was watching this and i was like well it's taking the piss out of wrestling fans because everyone in this is like wrestling isn't real except for the two dudes that believe that it's real and like they're idiots and they're idiots but the film also the film's very weird between because like wrestling's fake obviously but the film keeps flip-flopping back and forth between if wrestling is real and if it's <laughs> fake because like the cage match was meant was depicted as a like a shoot like that's like this is a real fight that's happening but they're doing wrestling moves <laughs> like they're doing moves that are only possible when the other person is cooperating with you and letting you do it. (laughs) For context on the story, you have David Arquette and his best friend. I don't have a clue who his friend is. Johnny McGoodlovin. Sean and uh, what's his name? What's the other guy's name? Fucking. Who's David Arquette? Yeah, David Arquette and Sean played by Scott Kahn, who was uh, kind of improved. He he had a career after this. Did he? Well, he's in Hawaii Five-0 and multiple mm-hmm. other films. He did a few things. Yeah, yeah. He's quite big, you know. His letterbox is more impressive than David Arquette's. Oh, Whoa. by a mile, yeah, yeah. Like, if you just take out Scream, 
And like David Arquette clearly d- didn't enjoy the the effect that Scream had on his on his career yeah. either. But um, yeah, but fucking, what is the most two thousands film I think I've ever seen? And like this came out two thousand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. There's concentrated 2000s energy in this mm. film. Yeah, it's in like, all it's like the wrong ways. Unobtainium yeah. of 2000s. Yeah. What do you think was the most 2000s bit in the movie? For me, it's when at the start of the movie, um, David Arquette pulls the money out of his butt. That felt like a very 2000s thing. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. <laughs> or when he had yeah his finger up. Yeah. Like, why does it look like you get your finger up your butt? Because I do. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, the two bodies, they're like beloved wrestler jimmy the king who for record he was a shit wrestler he's a terrible wrestler he wasn't a real wrestler either though was he but no it was just this um the actors in he's in loads of stuff he's in prestige movies yeah so just just to roll it back for a second the most 2000s moment in the film for me is when a cop pulls up and just sexually assaults this this kid, this teenager, and then it turns out to be the teenager's best mate's dad. And I was like, yeah, that is that's two thousands energy right there. Oh jeez, I think thankfully I missed that part. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. That's at the very start of the film. That is oh. how we are introduced to his dad. Is that he grabs he's oh, he's giving yeah. him a pat down and he just grabs his balls. Oh, yeah. And he's like, What what are these? <laughs> yeah, what are these? Like what do you think? What do you What do you it's his best mate's dad, and he's like used to it. This day, he's like, "Yeah, they're my balls." <laughs> I thought that was funny joke, though. You know, <laughs> his response was funny. His response was funny. Nothing else was funny. Even those two thousand energy. That, well, I enjoy a good two thousands movie, but they're just like it was kind of two thousands in all the the wrong ways. It was kind of like Bill and Ted, but bad. It's well, it's wrestling. That's why yeah. <laughs> it was Attitude Era wrestling, which is that. You know, you look back at the Attitude Era, that's not a, like, that's a poor era of, in terms of actual wrestling, you know. They had Vince McMahon strip down a girl, uh, one of the, the divas at the time, not even women's wrestlers, divas, <laughs> yeah. and had her strip down and bark like a dog. It's not a great time in terms of <laughs> culture, and this oh. film is, is that as well. <laughs> mm. I think it's notable that the film was uh, shot on location in Lusk. Um, you see it's set in Lusk <laughs> yeah so that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, there's Neil yeah. <laughs> there's Aaron yeah, you know? there's the apparently, boys apparently, apparently they hired most of the actors from around the area <laughs> you know invested in the local scene but yeah so it kind of reflects poorly on on, on North on Fingal mm-hmm. Fingal <laughs> County Dublin but uh, yeah pure 2000s energy yeah. throughout the film even like the whole it's like it's kind of like revolving around this uh the sewage joke the fact that they're they're like <laughs> such a bad they're joke just like, like that's a, a huge that's like a, yeah. it comes comes up in the film so many times like oh yeah we like deal with sewage and stuff like that it's like oh his fingers up his bum it's like uh, isn't shit funny yeah 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 that's that's the, yeah that's all the joke amounts to but it just comes back up again and again and again to be honest it is a fun film it's a fun film i agree yeah. I agree. It is fun because it's like it's shit. It's it's real, but it's like enjoyably bad. Yeah, 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 definitely. Especially when you're watching this, and like I think for myself, I was like, "This is what killed. This is one of the things that killed the wrestling company." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like this is what you died for. <laughs> so, um, when I was picking this movie, one of the things I really wanted to do was to make sure, like, I didn't have kind of trademark paro movie paro movie yeah let's call it yeah, paro movie. movie there's a um, there's a canon there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of like one of your main themes kind of 
the ones that you wouldn't want to watch with your parents. Um, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. tentacles normally involved or <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, stuff that like fucking crash. Or POV vagina shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, while on the works. The s- <laughs> Ready to Rumble on the surface doesn't have any, in fairness. Um, but ah. in, this, <laughs> in this movie, you're a big Scream fan. Scream. Yeah. I like Scream, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, David Arquette is in Scream. And there's another actor in this movie who was also in Scream. Did you know that? No. <laughs> David Arquette's love interest is played by Rose McGowan. Is she in Scream? She plays David Arquette's sister in Scream. Oh, she... wow. Mm-hmm. The blonde-haired Sydney's best friend. Nice. Ah, yeah, mm. yeah. To be fair, she doesn't look like Rose McGowan. Is she changed or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. She, she actually looks different. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? So I just thought when I realized that's like that... A, that's like a Shrek the Third or Shrek 2 where it's like Prince Charming above the bed and Prince Charming turns out to be... Not Prince Charming. Oh, King, King Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. You know, it turns out to be... You know, Justin Timberlake or whatever. You know? mm. But like, it's so weird just seeing like their brother. Like, he's their older brother. He's like Deputy Dewey, and he's the goofy older brother. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, like, there's a big age gap there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was watching, I was like, oh, no, you can't do that, please. <laughs> yeah, because I was watching this, like, David Arquette is old in this film as well. Like, is he's he? like in his late 20s, I feel like. If it is was made. No, but like, not as old. he's meant to be playing like a fucking teenager i feel like he's, uh, he's 30 at least because he's 50 now in this movie does this movie come out 20 years ago or yeah 20 years ago 2000, yeah. yeah he's 30 he's 30 are, are they not more of a dumb and dumber kind of thing where they're like old people I feel like they're, just, really... they're like grown children but he's like they're man children. i don't feel like that's the case i got that impression i didn't get that well like how do they have a job is at a sewage company like? but he's also studying for because top he's... exams yeah kind of mm. like college almost yeah and he's like i don't know if that's meant to be a joke or not though because they never really bring up they never talk about what they're what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Se- second movie as well, uh, where David Arquette dresses up as a cop. Yeah, so Man, this oh, yeah, film yeah, is so pro cop. Mm-hmm. It's pretty the law. This film is so pro cop. I I was watching this and I was like, he comes from a family of cops and like he's meant to be a good guy. So it's like, oh, not all cops. But then at the end, it's like the cops redeem themselves, and then his whole gimmick is that he's a cop and he's like the best wrestler. And it's like. Yeah, I didn't understand how they tried to this. they get try to give the father an out, even though like he should have played the classic role of like, ah, oh, Gordy, don't mm. follow your dreams, and then he does follow his dreams, and the dad's like, you know, yeah. But instead, he's like, yeah, go on, yeah. He's like, go on, go. And he understands. He understands yeah, I, I wrestling. Know. No, because he understands wrestling. Does he? That's what happens. He he watches wrestling. His third eye opens. Yeah, and he understands. Like, I'm gonna, I'm cool. With this, this is art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's as equally pro-cop as it is sexist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, That fucking... You know the scene where Jimmy King is going out... Like, they're they're all standing around, they're cheering. It's like, oh, Jimmy King, and he's going into the fucking bus to drive off. Yeah, yeah. I am... And this is not hyperbole at all. That is the worst scene I have ever seen in a film. (laughs) Oh, that's harsh. That's harsh. In in terms of, like, uh, like, major film. Like, nothing like fucking... This is a $25 million budget. A whole company behind it. A whole company behind it, right? That is one of the worst scenes I've ever seen. Because, like, Jimmy King's coming out. He doesn't... This actor... I was only watching... I was watching, like, this film is terrible acting. That's when it hit me. Because it's like, he's coming out and he looks like he does not give a fuck what is happening. And then you got fucking the blonde-haired dude. 
what's his name? Hawaii Five O guy. Oh uh, yeah, Sean. Sean, he's just more creepy than fucking David Arquette in this film. Is he? I know he just gives off weird vibes at <laughs> the entire film. It's just what's, a vibe. What? what was it? No, I was gonna ask you. Well, I don't understand what's the scene in just, question. Just didn't trust him, and then <laughs> and then what happens? And then what happens? Uh, then it's what happens? Just... He fucking walks over to the girl that like had a crush him at the start, and he's just like, nah, he doesn't want his the girl that he had a crush on. He's like, you know what? I've understand that like me and you should get together, and they instantly fuck. And I was like, there was absolutely no build up to that whatsoever. Because well, she wanted to ride it. What? She initiated it. Yeah, but there was no build up to it whatsoever. Like there were there's meant to be like a character out there. <laughs> like he learned something. He didn't he didn't yeah. go for the girl that wasn't interesting or wasn't into, you know, the things that he wanted. He went for the girl that was into the same things as he was into. But at no stage in the film was that ever a character mo- motivation at all. I think we were watching different movies. She gave him a hard rock cafe t shirt. I'm not saying she wasn't into him. <laughs> I'm saying be. his realization <laughs> to get into her was not earned. <laughs> I learned like the butt shot to shortly followed. Yeah. But yeah. He goes out. So unneeded. A, yeah, a lot of full ass. Yeah, full ass just all hanging out, you know. Nice. Dire scene. It was dog shit. Asher <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look, you can't win them all. At that stage at that stage the film was a one star. A but then star. the triple cage match happened and it bumped it up to a two. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. I never heard of it. It happened afterwards. <laughs> they tried that in real life. That's oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was like a, tried it. I thought that was a parody. That's what he he loses. I, I could be wrong on this, but I think he loses his belt in a triple cage match. That is like, why would you put someone like that has no wrestling experience at all into a triple cage match? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it also didn't make much sense to me. Like the stra- so. It literally is three cages. Yeah, it's three cages on top of each other. It's like a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it wouldn't be fun to watch. No, shit. It looked fucking. It's, and like, I was. When we were watching it. When we were watching it. When I was watching it. You were watching your family. Yeah, I was watching my family. <laughs> you made um, your family watch it? No, I was When he fucking. But he like fucking body slams. Uh, fucking Diamond Dallas. What the fuck is his name? Diamond Dallas Page. They f- he fucking body slams him through three layers of the cage. Would have absolutely killed the man. Yeah, this is where oh, it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Where this is, but the film is like, no, this is a real fight, but it's just in a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have killed him. Did he? Did he not die though? No, he got. He was limping off. He was like, fair enough, Jimmy Kidd. <laughs> it's really funny watching um, Diamond Dallas Page be really evil because that man's one of the sweetest men in all of the he's world he's a yoga instructor now. <laughs> he helped there's um a separate wrestling documentary um i don't know the name of it but it's based off you heard of jake the snake roberts no unfortunately he's, he's like 80s wrestler and he carries this giant python mm. into the ring that was this whole thing but it became a severe alcoholic and diamond dallas page who's the bad guy in this is like helped him get sober, taught him yoga and shit. But he was like, <laughs> it wasn't just the yoga, mm. but great dude, great, just a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a good dude in the documentary as well. Yeah, he's great in the documentary. Which we also watched. He seems sound. You cannot kill David Arquette. The Apparently, not. Apparently yeah. not. Apparently Obviously not. not. Jeez, he, he came close enough. Died. He came close enough. I tell you that. Yeah, this was a uh, a 2020 documentary. Yes. Um, who was it by? 
Not important. Not <laughs> important. No. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's about the David Arquette experience. It's yeah. It's about David Arquette. By David Arquette. By David Arquette. It's directed by some name, but that guy's just the plant. <laughs> yeah, produced by his wife. Uh, it's got all the fucking the guest stars. The stars are out tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> can you feel the love tonight? It's like it's star studded. I I had never heard of this until Liam recommended it. Um, and I have to say, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really really good. Nice. Um, it's it's like a premium documentary. Great like, narrative. Great narrative. Yeah, it's really really well done. And like you know the way you see like a Netflix special done like really technically competently but it's also like the narrative itself the story itself is uh wild mm, absolutely yeah. wild you know because i obviously i totally wrestling uh you know it's idiot not your here. sphere I, yeah it's not my sphere <laughs> at all and I, I just come off ready to rumble so i didn't actually know the story behind it and then watching the documentary as a supplement it just like expands the mind you your know? third eye opened my third eye opened i was like <laughs> what is going on you know it's mad because it does, like, because it was a great double feature for that reason. Because, like, I knew a lot about it, but I never knew what David Arquette's opinion on it was. And then, like, him being like, yeah, I didn't really want to do it. I just like, oh, no. <laughs> you poor, poor man. Not actually said in the documentary what happens straight after he wins the belt. Mm. Um, all the money he was paid, he David Arquette wouldn't accept the money because he felt so disgusted mm. that he won the belt. So he donated all his earnings from that run in WCW to the families of all these like deceased wrestlers who didn't really get any money. Like, um, mm. you know, Jeez. Bret the Hitman Hart, his brother died in like the 90s. And he, uh, I think is Luke Hart. Is that right? Owen, Owen Hart. Hart. Yeah, Owen Hart. And um, yeah, there's like five dead wrestlers. He like split his earnings in because they were like, nah, I want them to get the money. Yeah. Great dude. Great yeah. Sound guy, like. Sound guy. He got done dirty. He got fucking done dirty. He did yeah. not deserve what happened yeah. to him. I feel so bad for him. But at the same time, like, you weren't really doing anything anyways. <laughs> like, you weren't going anywhere. My nitpick Harsh. with the documentary is at the very start. Well, not the nitpick, but it's more, you know, it's his wife talking about him, mm. trying to hype him up. But when it's like, you gotta remember, David Arquette's like regarding it as just like a magazine cover with like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, Will Smith. It's like no one remembers yeah. that. He, he's like, on the third page. As yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but she goes, all oh, these people made classics. He would have done it if yeah. it wasn't for this. I was like, oh, come on. No, it, it wasn't. That's, that's a reach. Yeah. That, a that, reach. Is a, that is yeah. a reach. He's a nice guy, but he's not. <laughs> oh, come yeah. on, like he's like, oh, he's on the same cover as Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey. Like, two of the most like well-regarded actors like of all time more or less uh, and she's yeah. like David Arquette could have been like that <laughs> come, nah, nah, nah come on like I like David Arquette but come on let's let's be let's be more realistic here really good insight as well from um, Courtney Cox at the start of it once he says she because they were married for years and see it's something like they met on screen one fell in love in screen two got married in screen three and hated each other in yeah. screen four <laughs> and I was like yeah that's pretty cool yeah see that's the thing as well the, the way that they talk about scream is he kind of sound he kind of makes it sound like ready to rumble and all this stuff happened before scream and because mm. like they kind of reference that scream came out bef- before this like four years beforehand i think uh 
I don't know if Screen 3 comes out before Ready to Rumble or mm. just after. But there's two. Two are out mm. for yeah. definite. The two main ones. And they're yeah. talking yeah. about it. It's like, oh, yeah, and, the, and then it screamed and started, people started thinking I was stupid. It's like, you didn't just do Scream. You did two Screams and you did also pick this. Like, you're, you're a goofy actor at this stage. You did two Scream films. Mm. That's to be on fair, you. If you'd picked a better film, something more serious, mm. you know, like obviously it did typecast him to an extent. If, t- if, if. Matthew McConaughey could bounce back from Texas Chainsaw the next generation. Exactly. Like, Scream is a well-regarded horror film, and you could have bounced back from that pretty fucking easily. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things, though, like, at the time, like, I say now he looks at Scream in high regards, but it's kind of like the whole Matthew Broderick thing. Like, he's always going to be Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. David Arquette's mm-hmm. always going to be Dewey. So, um, he just, I think part of the reason he wanted to go back to wrestling is because he felt so unfulfilled in acting that he was like, I need to do something completely different and find yeah. that fulfillment. So why did he pick the film where he turns into a cop at the end of it, like in Scream? Why did he pick that film? <laughs> well, I was listening to a podcast with him um, last week, and he's just a huge wrestling fan, and it's something he always really liked. But I think he thought he could do it good and he kind of shows in the movie that he can do it good he's, he's a good wrestler he gets so yeah. much <laughs> imagine knowing that you could be good at something but being put in a scenario that you're going to be the most hated person in that craft mm. you're always going to be viewed as a laugh, laughing stock for two decades and he's like nah i gotta do it i gotta prove it to myself yeah the ball is on him to go out go at it again after because uh, like he'd, he'd done the he he because the whole thing when where he's he, world champion <laughs> he was world champion as a stunt for this film, which was terrible. No one liked, no one watched, yeah. you know, it was forgotten. People wouldn't, people, do you think people would have cared, uh, like, been okay with it a little bit more if Ready to Rumble wasn't a shit film? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think, I think wrestling fans would have been, wouldn't have uh, changed their look. But, mm. like, everyone else, like, it would have propelled his career. Yeah. He wouldn't have given mm. as much of a shit if wrestling fans didn't like him if like he was successful in acting but it killed his acting career yeah and also killed his wrestling career yeah. so like the, you know the thing about it is too that like you hear him being world champion you probably think like he must have been world champion for a couple of months it was two weeks two of his weeks. life killed his career. <laughs> yeah. two weeks he sacrificed it all for two and, weeks uh, <laughs> I, I was doing some research into it kind of wondering um what happened after he became champion in those two weeks so he has um i think he has two matches in those span in the span of that and he wins both of them but um the only other thing he had to do was it's actually shown in the documentary where kurt russell's there and he tells kurt russell he's um the the champion and then Kurt Russell goes, you're a wrestler. And David Arquette starts running after him with a chair. Yeah. And it's just like, that's literally all he did. Yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he lost it. Oh, that fucking... Because like, cause I didn't think that like... So the documentary is him trying to prove that he he can wrestle. Like, that's this whole thing. I'm going to try and prove myself. I'm trying to redeem myself in the, in the eyes of wrestling fans that I'm not this... Hollywood dickhead that came in and just won the title. He starts at baseline zero as well. Yeah, he's like overweight, smokes, drinks. The ketamine, but nah, the that's the funniest that part of the film. So fucking funny. It's like, it's, I can't believe that the film is like half serious, but it's also like it's yeah, it's it really what it is. It's really goofy, like because like you have, you're starting out with like like the backstory. It's kind of like tragic. It's it's it is kind of like Poe faced, mm-hmm. but then like yeah, uh, and it's, it's talking about it's in the context of his depression and stuff, and clearly he struggles with like mental problems. But, like, it's just a sequence of him, like, 
getting uh, ketamine infusions and like he just starts like it's like a scene out of a, like a comedy he just starts getting up and shouting yeah. and they're like man David calm down calm it's like down. climax like, yeah, yeah, yeah and he's just sitting there like just on ketamine like it's so funny I think he he's revealed recently that he has severe ADD and so yeah um, hey man you can tell from this yeah, documentary yeah. as well <laughs> Yeah, it's it's nuts. What actually? Someone I'm kind of interested for your uh, take on Mark is what did you think of his first wrestling show? It's um, it's called it's like backyard wrestling or backyard something? wrestling. Man, he that was the fucking... one with the like the yokels out in the hills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the lowest of the kicked yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah, I, I thought he was like properly getting. He kind of was, I suppose. He, he was, got, no, he got they were they were proper <laughs> kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, because like that's like the first. I don't know, set piece in the film. Because like, mm. he's gotten a call from some random promoter who's like promising like a kind of top billing and some uh, some wrestling show out in like the fucking uh, back hills of nowhere. Or on like on the other side of the country. And so he he like this he commits to it. He's like, I'm gonna do this, this is part of the, this is the start of my journey. And he gets there and he says he's like, Yeah, I wasn't expecting thousands of people, but there's literally no one here. <laughs> it's in the back of someone's garden. Yeah. And it's just like a load of lads. Those are like amateur enthusiasts sitting around. Like a uh, half naked, and they're all wrestlers. All the people there are wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> and they're, they're just wrestling each other. And he doesn't even get paid. And it's like it's, and he just gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets the fucking piss kicked out yeah, of him. Man. It's hilarious. When, when people like make fun of wrestling, and you, I see something like that, I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. Like their main <laughs> yeah. guy with the big long hair, he's like, I'm gonna. He's like, you think you can come into my yard? And he's just like, dude, I guess throwing fucking flares and yeah. stuff with that, like yeah. big beer belly yeah. on him, and yeah. just like there's no athleticism at all in what they're doing. They're yeah. Oh, jeez, no, they're just hitting each they're other, lumps. Yeah, <laughs> they're just battering each other. It's like, <laughs> and there, you can sort of tell. I kind of wondered in that, like a lot of wrestling, obviously, it's um, predetermined, but. I just, I really wish they kind of asked how much of that did he know was going to happen? Because yeah, when you're watching yeah. it, yeah. he kind of looked like he was done after he got the first, like, they call it um a stiff, is it a stiff shot? Stiff shot, yeah. Yeah, so that's when you actually punch and you don't pull your punch. He and just the first one, he just... first one hits. Yeah. And yeah. then they put out the thumbtacks, which is reserved for, like, you don't see many thumbtacks in wrestling. Like, there's no faking that. Someone getting body slammed into a pile of yeah, tacks. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, you're not faking that. Like, And this is the guy who went from, like, a little um, promo wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, fuck's sake. There's no experience at all. Like, yeah. but, I mean, like, and then they just pick him up and he gets speared by the biggest dude there. And they, he doesn't get pinned. He gets up and he just walks out. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get fucking hurt doing this. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like, they couldn't have planned that. Because oh, no, the people they just there kicked just, the shit out the of him. The people there were just, like, bare-knuckle boxing, basically, mm. you know? And, like, even the rain collapsed at one point. Yeah. <laughs> they had was, no support underneath Yeah, it. they missed the pipe or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so it never collapsed for the past few games. It's like, <laughs> fucking build hell. A proper rain. Would you like. ever take part in something like that? No way, man. No I way. Would get, look at me. I would get creamed. <laughs> It'd be over, like. David Arquette is, like, you know. He's he, he like he the transformation. To be fair to him, the transformation over well, once the course. Well, what's he actually does like actual wrestling? The fucking bit in the in Mexico and Tijuana that was so heartwarming. I love yeah, that bit. That like, was great. I was that like, was uh, and like him actually learning how to properly wrestle. Like he meets the guys beforehand, the, the, the like American wrestlers, and it's like, oh no, yeah, he's actually learning. Like, ah, oh, this is this isn't the fucking getting the shit kicked out of you in someone's backyard like yeah. like last time. It's something more legit. 
Yeah, the luchadores. Oh, they're, man, that was the best the bit. The skill involved this, in that is insane, you the, know? The road wrestling. Yeah. One. That yeah, was yeah. unreal, yeah, man. That was incredible, you know? That's actually some of the best wrestling I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, he, like, even then, like, even though David Arquette's just starring, you see, like, this guy, he does this thing where in the middle of the... Ro- so the thing is, like, the red lights come and they fight in, like, the two minutes before the light turns green again. And then they try, like, get tips from those watching in the cars. And he climbs up a ladder and jumps <laughs> off. And and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even that, like, he, like, tries them beforehand, gets the shit kicked out of him. And your man's like, I thought you said this guy was cool to the luchadors <laughs> yeah, that brought him yeah, over. Yeah. And, like, he can't, he doesn't get any money. <laughs> and then this next time around, like, oh, I don't believe that that's how it how it actually, yeah, you know, played yeah. out. But, like, in terms of the narrative, it's perfect. Like, and yeah, he fucking, he, like, does an, a great routine and gets up to tips and stuff like that. Because after that, like, he seems like his confidence just showed mm. up and he's, like, he seems like he can actually, you know, has the fundamentals anyway. And he can't, because before that, it's just, like, it's just, a, it's like any random dad just, like, th- like walking into a wrestling yeah. ring and just, like, getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, watching him do the Hurricanrana, I was, like, only when, only when I saw him do, because you watch wrestling and you're, like, What's the Hurricanrana? You know the bit where he, like, runs up and he jumps and he, Gets his leg, his legs around the person's head, and he throws them to the ground. Oh right! Yeah. As he's as he's falling. Yeah, yeah. Like you watch like professional wrestlers doing that, and you're like, that looks easy. Then I watch David Arquette try to do. I'm like, no, that would be really hard. Mm. Like I like I was, he was like he was like like uh, left leg up at your left arm. He's like, yeah. I was like, how the fuck would you do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't imagine jumping like that to get that. I I think what makes this like sets it apart from your normal sports documentary which is always like just like the rise and then being the yeah. underdog mm. it's just how lovable Arquette is and the bit that sticks out to my mind is when his w- wife is telling the story of how he met his best friend it was like he was going to the Super Bowl as a yeah, fan yeah. and he saw someone wearing I think it was a Sandy Hook first responders t-shirt mm. and they was like are you going to the game and it was like no was like I'll oh, come with me and they've been best friends since yeah. Yeah, I'm like what yeah. a good dude mm, a legend like have to try that at the Super Bowl one times David Arquette does love cops <laughs> sorry David Arquette absolutely <laughs> loves cops then loves yeah he must he must love cops cops he's a cop and scream he's a cop and ready to rumble he's best mates with a cop yeah. <laughs> is he a cop I thought no, he was a first he responder. First resp- oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. First responder. First aid. Not the same well, thing. we'll try that anyway as well. Yeah, we'll try that. That's not the same thing. Then, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, like, right, when he actually gets into proper, proper like, pro wrestling in, like, the NWA, whatever fucking promotion that was, and he's doing it in front of his family, he's actually doing pretty good. And then he gets the absolute piss kicked out of him. Mmm. <laughs> Which Jesus, one? he got the shit. Nick Gage kicked the fucking shit out of him. He stabs him in the neck. Yeah, yeah, that was intense. That was really intense. Because mm. like, you could tell. Because like, like, like my impression as someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling is that it was just a kind of like enhanced ballet mm-hmm. where there was no actual violence involved. But there is obviously a lot of violence. And like, there is a lot of uh, a huge physical toll to it. But like, watching that match and like following along with the story and uh, seeing... You know, sympathizing with the guy, knowing his story and stuff like that, and like seeing the punches that he's actually getting and seeing that he's actually taking physical damage, yeah, and then seeing that his throat has been slit nearly, and that he like the moment he realizes, it's oh, like he's it's like, so dramatic. He gets up and he's like contemplating on like actually wailing on like turning this into an actual fight for a yeah. second. <laughs> yeah, he's half thinking like, "Well, I just leave now," and then he does leave, but then he comes back. Yeah, he's he like, "Let's just finish this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the rule. Always finish a wrestling match. Mm. 
But like, he could have died. Like, he could have died. He's like, you got to do it. <laughs> then he could have died. The person who drives him to the hospital, or the person sitting beside him, is is it Luke Perry? Is Luke Perry. Luke he's Perry. from. He's in Riverdale, isn't he? Riverdale and was it nine zero two one zero? His big one. I think it he's was, in something big because I've, I think I've heard of Luke Perry, but I don't know what he's in. Yeah, and then his son, Jungle Boy's a wrestler who actually since Jack the documentary Perry. has come out, he's he's be one of the top wrestlers in AEW. He's one oh really? Of the, yeah, yeah, he's like a big star. Oh, he's right. tag champ at the moment. He's huge. That's class. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And he's like one of the there's like a thing in AEW called like the four pillars, and he's which is all like the really young wrestlers, like they're all below thirty. Mm. And Jungle Boy is one of the four pillars. I think he's younger than us. Is he? He's twenty four. Oh, is he 24? 24, 25. Ah, cool. Like he's mad young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we have time, guys. Yeah, we have time. Yeah. I'm in, in David Arquette's <laughs> Ar- <laughs> Ar- <laughs> position. I started, I started this film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, the whole documentary is it's dedicated in memory of Luke Perry, which I thought was really sweet. And I actually realized that him and David Arquette were best friends. Mm, best mm. buds. And just, yeah, it's just a really nice guy. Yeah. 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 Whole, wholesome. Legend wholesome absolute legend but did you know about david arquette i've come here with two david arquette facts ranged from one i think you might know to one i don't know if you know the first one being that he is a registered oh wait hold on hold on oh wait wait i don't want to hear that he's a registered bob ross instructor so he is professionally able to paint to the same standard that bob ross does so he did when they were making the new scream. He would like teach the ca- cast, kind of like how Bob Ross would have. He's gone to school. He's licensed for it. Okay, David Arquette is just someone that has infinite amount of money and just picks up hobbies and then yeah, just the masters like, it yeah, and then yeah. just drops it because yeah. he's doing puppetry in this and it's like yeah, hey, I'm gonna wrestle and they're showing all this other sh- shit that he does. What yeah, a yeah, man yeah. to be fucking minted and have no because he's there saying like oh I got no work but you clearly have infinite <laughs> amount of money <laughs> well his his infinite amount of money comes into fact number two which is that he bought the restaurant chain I think it's called Bobo's in America so basically he's mad into clowns he loves <laughs> man he's into everything apparently he loves clowns actually I've come pro- no I'll tell the story first. I come proud with... Is this uh, like a Wahlburger type of thing? No, 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 no. Um, So basically, Bobo's was like... They originated the restaurant clown thing before Ronald McDonald. So Bobo the Clown. Bobo the Clown, yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) So Bobo the Clown was like this huge thing in America. And McDonald's were... Um, obviously they were still number one. But I saw this up and coming and like... Can't beat Ronald. Yeah, we'll do a clown. So they made Ronald. So... David Arquette recently bought Bobos and is trying to bring them back to where they are. But not only has he done this, but he is um, learning to be a clown. And I've come propped with a photo. Well, that is David Arquette as a clown. (laughs) That is David Arquette as a clown. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Wasn't wasn't his dad a clown? Uh, Wasn't there like, there's like a... There's clownage in that family. There's a few clip. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of clownery in there. <laughs> there's a few. There's like there's a, a few clowns in that family. <laughs> clowns. But uh, there's a few. <laughs> there's a few clips at the start of the film. Where it's like family photos of uh, the arquettes and the dad and the ma are dressed up as clowns. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> but yeah, he's a good dude. Have um either of you seen S- 
Scream, Scream Five, the new Scream. No, no, no. I've yet. heard of, I've heard of people talk about it. I've heard it's good, man. Yeah. I've heard it's the same kind of fucking. It's th- great, but I've it's heard great. it's the same kind of theme that's going around at the moment. Same as Matrix Resurrections, mm. where it's like, and like, uh, fucking Halloween Kills, and what I think, Texas Chainsaw. Which I, said, I know that we said we we're going to embargo that. It's out Wait, this Friday, though. Is that is it? It's, it's out this Friday. Oh. We can watch it together, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> we should do this. Let's do it. Um, it's about it's like reflecting back on itself. Yeah, it's like commentating on what Scream was, but Scream was a commentary to begin with. I think it does it in a smart way, mm. though. Like I don't think it's like you know where um, Halloween, especially one that comes to mind, is literally just being like exact kind of run up no actually no not halloween because halloween rebooted it good mm. but you kind of see it's like the old veteran coming back to take him on and that's what the new friday 13th's doing as well and the new terminator did it as well i know it's not really horror but the new scream is taking the piss out of people that are doing that and the matrix ah. also did that as well didn't it? it is the weakest aspect of the movie is when they go into the whole they the original Scream is all about original horror movies, but they start going into requels and they're taking the piss out of the ones that mm. are doing it, which mm. I think it did it in quite a clever way. But the best thing... Requels. Is that yeah, what we're calling them? That's what they called them. Wait, requels? Yeah. Requels. A, I think a, remake sequel. Yeah. I think that's a good... That's a good kind of premise, though, to it. It's really film. good. It really w- mm. works. Yeah. But the best thing... Requels are fucking... Sorry, requels... I've never heard that phrase before. That's a great phrase. I don't know if the new Scream made it. Because they use it in that movie a lot, and I never heard it before that. Because you know how in um, the original screen. Is it Wes Craven again? No, he's no, dead, he's isn't dead. he? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as I said that, I was like, oh no, he's, he's dead. I was literally watching a video about Hills of Eyes today. The oh. guys who did Ready or Not from two years ago, mm. uh, they did that. But um, you know how, like, your original screen, you have Randy explaining the horror movies now? Yeah. It's like, I think it's um, like Randy's nephew or niece or something. They're explaining requels and they're actually really good. You know, you hear mm. Newcastle, you're like, Ugh, the Newcastle are really good. Uh-huh. But the best thing about this movie, genuinely, is David Arquette, who gives. He's which, back, is he? Yeah, he's back. And honestly, performance of his career. And like, <laughs> you know, because you have. Knocks out of the park. You have him, you have Courtney Cox, and you have uh, Nev Campbell all coming back. And with now Campbell and Courtney Cox, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, they don't, they're here for the paycheck. Mm. But with David Arquette, his performance in it is really good it's really heartbreaking stuff like i don't want to spoil it's like it. this man's acting for his mm-hmm. life yeah i don't want to spoil where he's going to the hell of wrestling it. he's like please take me back don't let me wrestle <laughs> the way he plays dewey is kind of like he's looking for his comeback in the same way that david arquette is looking mm. in the movie and it's a really Oh, that's some wrestling that's, that's some wrestling I, fucking thinking right there I don't know like no matter what anyone thinks of Scream whether it holds up to the originals it's the best Scream sequel there is I think it's still not as good as one but it's the best mm. out of all the sequels Scream was that's fun. not but again that's not a high bar, not a high bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's the first one that I would say is a great movie out of the sequels like I'll I guarantee that. you I, it's the worst thing I can say about this Texas Chainsaw film that's coming out this weekend there's fucking it. no way it's going to be the best sequel. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be the worst well, sequel. The bar is very low. <laughs> the bar is very low. So it's but on it's the not, floor. It's not going to even hit that. Has yeah, the girl yeah. from 8th grade, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll see someone king. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't... Yeah, you know, it's not going to be... It's going to be shit. It's going to be a bad movie. Yeah. I'm saying is what scream for David Arquette, no matter what you think of the movie, which I think most people think it's great, David Arquette's performance, 
Very good. It justifies it. Big Dave. Absolutely. You can't Big Dave. Dave. Big Dave justifies it. <sighs> Will we move on to the news section? Can I open a can? I'm scared to make can, of course. It open a can. Oh, that's, that's make the, a pop. the intro. Make oh. a pop. Three, two, two one. one. Liam, I believe you've seen one of the Oscar trailers. No, the <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. Right, the Super Bowl trailers. <laughs> I'm merging the two new sections together <laughs> the there. The, uh, the Super Bowl trailers. Yes, well... The new, the, the only names that our work for us, where he actually <laughs> he actually researches the news, whereas we just like, oh, what was it about today? <laughs> yeah, well, there there was only really one, to be honest. Like the Super Bowl of this year, it kind of felt like all the ads were for crypto. I don't know if you saw that. La- it's all yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah. Larry David did a crypto ad. Uh, oh, yeah, like, yeah, brutal. You know, that's green. Dreams are dying, but the biggest one was Doctor Strange. Um. So, it has Sam Raimi, and it's the first time I... Like, is this the one with Professor X? Yes, that's in the Yeah, trailer. did you hear this, Mark? Professor X. Wait, uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick right? Stewart. No. Is in this. Is in this. Toyota in the trailer. Oh, no. Um, that's grim, isn't it? Yeah. That's a bit grim. Uh, like, especially after Logan ended. Yeah. Like, that's so mm. good. But uh, yeah, new Doctor Strange. You have Sam Raimi coming back to the superhero genre. He replaced Scott Derrickson, who did Sinister. He was attached to this, but he got got let go. Got the boot. <laughs> he got the boot. But he did the first Doctor Strange, which was kind of mid. But <laughs> which is yeah. why they didn't want them for this. It's basically if you've seen No Way Home, it's just Doctor Strange multiverse mm-hmm. shenanigans. And to be honest, I don't really like Doctor Strange as a character. I think Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't really like him mm. that much. I just he reminds yeah, well, me of I'm Tumblr. Not, kind of, yeah, know, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, whatever. Yeah, Sherlock gives like mm. it's fine. Ah, uh, he's just he's just like. It's He's like all, all those like fucking yeah yeah all those like uh you know eaten trained fucking the people who like who are like sculpted to be actors from their time they're like twelve mm. they're all like, like a class of English actors and they're all they're all really good they're all like, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. they're all they're all the same yeah person yeah. being tipped for to win the Oscar for Power of the Dog I don't think he will personally I think Power of the Dog's gonna win Best Picture it's hands down gonna win Best yeah. Picture there's not a doubt in me that it does. Like, absolutely. But Dune just pulls it out of the bag, though. Dune. I think if Dune or if Power to Dog doesn't win, I have a sneaky feeling West Side Story could be an upset. West Side Story. I, I also, because I was saying this last week, I was like, because West Side Story is one of the biggest Oscar winners of all time. Could we see a repeat? The only thing. I think Spielberg is winning Best Director. It's. No, he's not. I guarantee. Jane, Jane Campion's winning Best Director. Nah, Colin Spielberg was the. Like, the fifth choice nominee calling it no way. now no he's way. already called it no i've called he's already it. called jane jane campion the, the odds already changed you're fucking you're, you're fucking you're too what's that fucking old man fucking no country old men scene anton sugar uh, you're anton sugar me yeah. calling it i'm yeah. calling it call it call it but um yeah the, the i'm calling it anton <laughs> spielberg for the win <laughs> i think the thing about these marvel kind of fucking trailers is like every marvel fan will say it's the best trailer ever and i am a marvel fan it's not the best trailer ever and i'm not really that interested in this movie to be honest and kind of fatigued with the whole marvel thing like oh well hop on the bandwagon bro uh, you you know, have, we've I've been riding this for a while i'll still be there i'll still be there opening day you know <laughs> I, I have faith it will win me back i haven't been impressed by a marvel movie well actually I forgot Spider-Man just came out. I thought it was really good. <laughs> but um, the ones before that, like Eternals, um, uh, what's that one? Black Widow. Those yeah, they were all dog shit, weren't they? I like Shang-Chi. 
That was pretty cool. That was alright. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was cool. a Marvel film. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. You like you talk to people like I feel like movie trailers should be something they should be able to go like in five years. I remember when this trailer dropped, and I feel like movie trailers in general you don't really have those. Like I remember the trailer for that movie. Like if you remember, Dark Knight Rises was one comes up ahead. I remember when that dropped. I was like, oh. Halloween Kills. I remember that. Evil Dice Night. Halloween 1. Uh, Godzilla. Oh, the Godzilla one. Godzilla one's sick. Man of Steel. I remember them very, very well. But Interstellar as well. Um, and Force Awakens. I remember. I, yeah, Force I liked Awakens. All of them. Yeah. But what was the last one where you thought this was going to be the, the big trailer? I think the last Mids- one. Midsummer had a good trailer, if I remember right. I never. I never. Because I remember mm. being. I remember going to see know. Hereditary. Just been like, oh, it's a new horror film. Heard it's pretty decent. Went to go see. It. I was like, that was unreal. Then we're in fucking Vancouver, and you're like, oh yeah, fucking Ari Aster's new film is out. And I was like, he had a new film. <laughs> I hadn't heard anything about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not many good ones, you know. Nah, definitely not. And I don't think this Doctor Strange one is great. Like it's a Marvel trailer. You know, you got your accent shots. You have your teases to the past, and they bring Patrick Stewart back, but they don't show his face. But you hear his mm. voice, and it's Patrick Stewart. Like, you see yeah, the back yeah, of this yeah. bald guy in Patrick Stewart's voice. You're like, fucking hell. Who is but, it? Yeah, the kind of thing, like, it's kind of a sequel to, um, or it's a follow-on from WandaVision as well, which could be interesting. I don't know, did either of you watch that? No. WandaVision was, <laughs> Sorry, no. WandaVision was good. WandaVision was a good show. It's an- I'm not, no, it's, I'm not, I barely watch Marvel films. I'm not watching a Marvel TV show. Oh, there's how, so how long is that? I heard it had great reviews. I think WandaVision had eight. Um, I think I've watched all of the Marvel shows except Hawkeye. Because I think I watched an, I've watched an episode of Hawkeye. I was like, fuck that. Hawkeye? Like, <laughs> yeah. who, who, who asked for that? that? No one ever asked. Florence Pugh's in it, though. Huh? Yeah. Florence Pugh's one of the main characters in it. Ah, uh, but she's in Black like Widow. Like, yeah, know? but there's big actors attached to it. That's, that's embarrassing for mm. them. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, while we're on the topic of Marvel, there's, I don't know if you have seen this about them, the Netflix Marvel shows. The Dare yeah, they're gone, aren't they? The license is running out at the end of the month. It's mm. kind of like, I feel like everyone always thought Netflix originals are safe from copyright. You know, like one of the arguments, one of the fears when Netflix took off was that physical media is gonna sort of die out and what happens when these originals might get taken away or like i don't know some internet crash happens mm. yeah and yeah. there's no way of getting them back some emp i know this new they're gonna end up on disney eventually but it does raise the question of like netflix can lose the stuff that they've made which is so fucked. yeah that's and mad like there's did they, did they make them or they just yeah like, they made them they're netflix rights. originals yeah, that they're yeah. gone they're no, they're no longer Netflix originals. Yeah, but yeah. like it was uh, the Netflix originals thing was always like like kind of bullshit. Yeah, like, remember, but like but not back, not when they were making them though. Yeah, those ones. First. It's not like the films were like, oh, this one's doing well on the fucking independent scene. Let's snatch it up and say the Netflix original. Yeah, but they're always like, remember Black Mirror was put up. I remember like like we we would have been exposed to Black Mirror when it first came out in Channel Four. Yeah, uh, and then it, that's it, another one of those examples though where yeah. they just snatched it up. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it hit, it hit it big in the US. They're like, oh, now it's a Netflix original. It's like this is not a Netflix original. You know, mm. I seen this five years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing original about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, but but that just means they're going to show up on Disney Plus now. Yeah, monopolization. Mm. Yeah, monopolization. Kind of messed up. Like Disney is so big that they're now taking shit from Netflix. <laughs> mm, <they're laughs> that Netflix gonna, made. <laughs> they're gonna overtake them on subscribers inside three years. Oh man, if yeah. 
if even mm. wasn't this year the first year Netflix made a profit I'm pretty sure because they, they, they have like a the business this last year I think yeah yeah like 2021 but like for years yeah up until like the last either, either last year or the year before that they never made a single cent in profit because their business model is basically hinged entirely on the idea that everything all their revenue has to go has to be reinvested into production and to buying rights for stuff because they're like obviously constantly competing with other studios like like Disney stuff who are taking their content off their platforms as streaming mm. gets bigger and at the same time they're losing subscribers the revenue is always going to be decreasing like they haven't gained subscribers I think in uh, quite a while like yeah, they hit but, a critical yeah. mass and like Disney Plus have increased their price recently as well and they can do they can afford I think to Netflix do that yeah. did as well though I think they both did yeah but Netflix don't have any fucking reason to Netflix because like at least like Disney originals are like Pixar films they're Disney movies they're right. fucking Marvel films now yeah. they're fucking Star Wars films what is a Netflix original you're saying they name this. a franchise you're saying this but according to Netflix and Netflix alone in this belief that they had their both in television and in film they had their two most viewed things ever in the past 12 months one being Squid Game which was yeah which mm, is huge, which is huge fair. Yeah. but they claim that um Red Notice is their most viewed movie of all time. The one to rock and Ryan Reynolds. That's yeah. not true. But do you know I, I how, can kind of believe that, to be honest. That's not true. Do you know how their stats work? A view on Netflix is if you watch two minutes of anything. So if you watch two minutes of a two and a half hour movie and they go, eh, fuck this, by the time the opening credits come out, you just counted That's it. That you, you watched it. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's like clicked onto Red Notice and was like, this is shit. Yeah. yeah. And like they counted every view. Yeah, and they're like, this is the biggest. I think the one, it was Bird Do you know Box? there's two more of those films Bird coming Box. out? Remember yeah. Bird Box. Two more of those films are coming out. Yeah, they're doing oh. back to back. They're doing. They're doing two more red notices. Mm-hmm. There's no demand for that. No, there is no so demand. They're doing the Squid Game universe, as they said. Are they? Yeah, they said uh, this is only the beginning of the Squid Game universe. Like not everything <laughs> else will be a universe. <laughs> Fucking hell! Not every, yeah, that is so grim. What red notices in the Squid Game universe? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> 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 it's like what do you call the you know the one at the start with the doll thing oh, look Jesus. at this little rock trying to stay perfectly still and he like, how the fuck did this happen don't give them ideas they're gonna be listening <laughs> yeah. his, his eyebrow is he's trying not to do the eyebrow raise yeah, yeah, and yeah. the dolls was zooming <laughs> in on the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I was like yeah. Jesus we're take, this is taking a dark turn yeah. this is taking the, the world's worst off yeah. than I ever imagined oh my god yeah red notices in this quick mm. universe yeah the crossover that's the multiverse it's on the way yeah, what you uh, multiverse? You know, fuck that. Who cares? At the end of the day, like concept. I liked Spider Man. Like I liked seeing the. Okay, right. My my thing about uh, No Way Home. It's an alright film. It's got really. It's got one thing that I really really liked. Toby. Willem Dafoe. Toby and Willem Dafoe, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, Mer, Mer, fucking Rangi. What the fuck his name is? Andrew. No, fucking Doc Ock. Alfred. He was shouting that. I thought. Don't care the character, <laughs> the character. But fucking like I, I think it's very telling that the most prominence of Spider-Man villains are all Tobey Maguire. Fact. Yeah, you have Fact. a lizard guy. Yeah, a lizard and electric dude. Yeah. Cool. Two shit villains. At least they have their own villains. Tom Holland, you know his villains haven't been. Yeah, actually, no, that's not true. Villains. Michael Keaton's in the first one. He's good, and then Jake Gyllenhaal. Mysterio. Yeah, you got Mysterio. Yeah, they're actually quite good. Actually, yeah. take that they're, back. they're not iconic. Well, yeah, though, Michael yeah. Keaton they're as well. Iconic. You can't really. I don't. I think it's really hard to get iconic in this day and age just because everything's focused on nostalgia. 
you know like mm-hmm. yeah, everything's yeah. so focused on tying into something or like both those villains in Tom Holland's movies tie into Iron Man and you're like you can't get iconic just being like a, it's part of the universe yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the last like villain that you'd say like this is a going to be an iconic villain outside as you said Javier Bardem no country for old man but that's because it's Coen Brothers yeah Joker um, Joker yeah. um, I'm not Joker of course I can't do it again no <laughs> not Joker no, like is in the fucking Jared, Heath, Dark Knight like. oh. Heath Ledger Heath Ledger <laughs> no, 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 Joker no, no, okay. no, he's no, the hero yeah. on that film man. yeah he, he, he stuck <laughs> it to the man no yeah I would say a fucking Heath Ledger Joker yeah like um, you don't see like like what you Bane. say is Thanos gonna end up being iconic he could nah, he's such a he's the middest villain of all time he if doesn't he was do good, if he was good uh, from he what I've heard if he was good in Endgame he probably could have been no he's not good in Endgame yeah he's, that's the thing he's really Endgame, good he in Infinity the War there's no menace at all mm. I never felt a second of menace I don't feel, feel like you feel menace in any Marvel movie though because you know there's gonna be like 10 sequels coming up yeah, yeah. it's like these characters yeah. are fucking dying like yeah. Aunt May dies in fucking No Way Home who gives a shit yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I made. Like only sad because the move died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, iconic. Oh yeah, yeah. Marvel. Yeah. You know, I like Marvel. I'll, I'll, I'll throw myself against it. No, that's Harry Potter hate. I'm, we're not. No, we don't hate Marvel. We're just you know, we're just haters. Constant disappointment. Have you? seen like all the new like do you use, when there's a new one out do you go see it no no i wouldn't really know uh probably the last one i saw i was like i saw shang chi you uh, see eternals no sorry i saw no i didn't see that i saw spider-man last one i saw was pretty angry shit that's why so, i got this mm, stage yeah. i've seen more than you that i've seen more of the more recent ones than i did like i never i haven't seen more or less any of them between avengers and endgame i haven't seen any of them i've seen thor ragnarok Winter Soldier Guardians probably Guardians Haven't seen Ant-Man Haven't seen Dark the Doctor Strange Seen the first Spider-Man film Haven't seen Civil War Haven't seen <laughs> Haven't seen yeah. anything More or less I've mm. seen Iron Man 2 or 3 I feel like at that stage Like what, maybe like Five years ago With those kind of franchises You were like Yeah I need to see everything I need to be caught up Whereas now you really don't You really don't yeah, really You just like, stay on yeah, the loop on it doesn't really matter Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just watch the trailers Like I understand everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it The people I was like Oh now I don't need The context of the new films anymore All I need is the context Of the films That I watched when I was a kid <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah You know It's easier now Way easier do we have any listener questions? We do indeed. We will move on to the listener question, listener question <laughs> section. Say that three times as fast. It's hard. <laughs> if you want to ask us a question, you can hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter at paro underscore pod or Liam. What Gmail account can they hit us up at? Paropod at gmail.com. That's right, Liam. It is the Paropod at gmail.com. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm gonna get sacked. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's it. You're never coming yeah. back. No, that's it. <laughs> you're the first person we've ever had in the podcast that actually likes films. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, our yeah. first question is that is, including you, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is including us, too. The first question is actually coming in from yourself, Liam. You're asking <laughs> Dick Reveal on the pod? <laughs> well, we have been sitting here naked for the past yeah, two hours. That's how, how I mean, you've seen the process. Yeah, how you understand how it works. You know, I we we see everything on the PowerPod. Yeah. I've never felt more comfortable in my own skin. Mm. 
That's, that's, what, what, that's what we aim to do. That's what we aim to hit. <laughs> I forgot I asked. Can you, can you pass me the butter there, please? <laughs> the butter. <laughs> pass me the butter. Uh, do you have the Instagram up there? Oh, yeah. Uh, the next question is coming in from uh, Potty. Potty's asking, have you seen the death of Stalin? Um, no. <laughs> No, have, have. have you seen? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Thank, I knew I was like, like oh, Liam would have seen yeah, this. Yeah. I was gonna say it was. It's really good. Um, it's good. Yeah. I've actually, heard great I'm, things. I'm yeah. surprised. You, it feels like a real Parapod movie. Mm. Um, do you know much about it? No, yeah, I know really it's not. a combo or something. That's it. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. Is it Armando Ian Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy who did take of it and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always got him mixed up with the guy who did Revenant. Oh no, mm. they're De- Hail Caesar. <laughs> I've seen that too, but I was, yeah. yeah, but um, Devil's Talents gas is just like I, I I wouldn't really be much of a history buff, which is kind of where I feel like it stands as a great yeah. movie because I was really interested in it. But just like, what if the whole Stalin years or his death was just like a pantomime basically like you have steve me in it and i think jason isaacs is in it too but it's just like a whole shit show the whole way through i haven't seen it since the beginning of the pandemic again but it's one of those movies where um you you'd have a gas time but it doesn't just, it, it makes sure it keeps in like this shit was fucked up like <laughs> yeah, it's a good like, balance yeah like wow. I honestly would recommend it highly especially for you too because of it blends comedy with, it, it's aware that everything that happened then was absurd so you bring in jokes to show how mm. absurd it was it kind of has success and vibes in a weird way kind of like mm, you shouldn't be laughing at this yeah because the guy who did Succession wrote for Take of It and um, oh, Peep Show as well really? yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that he did all those kind of British zany yeah. comedies as well so but I actually have um, <clears throat> I got from my library recently his film he did after that i think i don't know the full name but it's on um david copperfield so he did mm. kind of like a piss take of that as well we had dev, dev patel as david copperfield i've heard that's really oh, good right. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah think, i've heard yeah. it's really good it's kind of like um ned kelly oh right yeah, mm. yeah it's like playing with the the lore like yeah or the mythology which yeah. i guess this is what well, that's a cool genre like playful historical I, fiction mm. i would honestly like def stalin wholeheartedly recommend i say get on that mm. thank you potty potty potty's a good potty, lad potty knows this potty stuff. recommended a film fucking ages ago that we never taught we never watched was it it's like a fucking the first chainsaw fight in ever in a film or something like that i can't remember what it was potty keeps pantsing us with his fucking uh, yeah he just, show, he just keeps flexing on us <laughs> like it's like oh there's an uh, there's actually an irish kung fu movie i think potty yeah, talked about it before yeah. as well yeah i'd actually i read about that like, That's some, that came up my tiktok recently or something like that yeah I was yeah like, Party, remember you fucking saying Tina? So, party some fucking man, tell you that. He's a fucking legend. He's a good listener. He's better than you, Liam. Yeah, that's fair. Potty should be hearing on me. <laughs> <laughs> He's being asleep and keeping it warm. <laughs> Shall we leave it there, boys? Uh, yeah, why not? Leave it at that. Leave it there. Do you have any closing thoughts, Liam? How did you enjoy your 
your time in the pod. Yeah, I regret opening with the vagina talk, but um, after that, it was plain sailing. Yeah, you know, it was pretty, pretty fun. Um, well, it's better than the fucking time where we had Isabel on, and I just talked about porn films for like fucking an hour. <laughs> nice. I just, yeah, it's great. It's a normal Tuesday for you. Yeah, it's just a regular Tuesday, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's your Wednesday that week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, That's why I was just, off kilter. It just happened to be recorded. It's yeah. like, just do that normally every Tuesday. <laughs> I felt like we've been recording for so long and also if Fluke was a movie or I imagined it or not. Fluke? Oh yeah, Fluke. I made that completely. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's what happens when I, I go back and listen. I'm like, oh yeah, Mark's talking about this fucking weird film about <laughs> cat people. I forgot about this. I dreamt about it. Cat people, yeah, yeah. Oh, what that's a time. A that's a great one. So, yeah. We will leave it there. We'll, we'll leave be back it there. next week. Next week with uh, Network, Sidney Lumet, uh, Paddy Chayefsky. Uh, watch it, 1976. All it's the classic. boys. The boys are back. The lads. The boys are back in town. I'll see you then. Liam, thank you for being here. Hope you enjoyed your time. It's been a pleasure. Hope the pod wasn't too sticky for you. I have never been stickier in my life and I'm satisfied. That's what we aim to do here. (laughs) Yes. Satisfaction. (laughs) Good night. God bless. Sayonara. Goodbye.